It's Michael Tidwell, Chris Kleeschult, and Michael B. Casey. Block time. It's block time. This is Michael Tidwell. And this is Michael B. Casey. This is Chris Kleeschult. Y'all have to say it in the same order that Mike Mike and Space decided. So, He's not uh, the boss of me. <laughs> Mike and Space is not the boss of me. Yeah, so... We just realized that uh, Mike and Space split. Like I don't know. I guess he doesn't like I guess me. we didn't really have an like order. Me. I'm a big blocker. Well, at least so. he made me first. <laughs> you got to give yeah. me his uh, give me his uh, addresses so I can send him a tip. Oh okay. yeah, we should we should we should all tip Mike and Space because like yeah. So we awesome. we are coming to you live with a live studio audience. He's not over there. Oh, okay, we had we had <laughs> one live studio audience in person. He's on the phone. Oh, okay, uh, we're coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Home, great to be here. Home of the brave. Braves. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what they say? Home of the Braves? I would think so, yeah. That's Turner Field or what? What do they call they the new stadium? It. Sun, Sun, SunTrust Park. Yeah. I live Sun, right by oh, there. God damn it. <clears throat> yeah, I know. SunTrust. Anyways, we have a lot of interesting conversations. I hope Bitcoin. Park. there's some stuff we can talk about. There's some stuff we can't talk about. And there's some stuff we will talk about. Indeed. So, how how did you want to break this down? Did you want to start with some of this stuff up here, or did you just want to make it flow and then hit what we didn't hit? If you're if you're passionate about something, yeah, we should talk about it. Whatever anybody wants to throw up first, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Let's see. Oh, this this was this this was interesting. Did uh, so I, you know, it's funny as we like you said, I, we need to start doing these more often because right. I mean. So much changes in like two, three weeks, even. It does. I mean, this is so. This article is from the twenty third of, you know, May. That was like forever ago. But uh, I read an article about um, ghost towns in China. Did y'all hear about? Did y'all know about that? I knew uh, about yeah, it. From I knew way about back, it. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't heard about it recently. So, yeah. I, well, they they built cities, right? Yeah. They, they it, built entire cities that nobody lives in. And they're pretty much using so when when you make a city like that, you have to partition, you know, like sewage, electricity, whatever, to that city. And if no one's living there, all that electricity that that you'd have being, you know, available or produced or whatever, isn't going to be used. So right. It's just they, gonna, have, they have electric capacity because so, of the well, because of the dams. Yeah, they're yeah. they're making they're making those cities into like mining cities. That like, actually that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you got a lot of infrastructure that's not being utilized. Did you you know this? But, but it's like it, it's it's like miners and like companies doing deals with like these you know people to to like come so, in and do that. I don't know what the exact <laughs> figure is, but I I think I think what the deal is is so far, uh, so the past two decades, you know, since two thousand, China has used or laid down more concrete than the U.S. did in <clears throat> the entire twentieth century, just in the last two decades. That's ridiculous. I thought you were going to say yesterday. Well, I mean, they're good, but they're not. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, how much concrete do you think they laid during the Olympics? <laughs> oh, a lot. But I mean, you know, but that's only one city. I mean, like they, they they've been building those ghost cities and yeah. stuff like that. That's they've been why... building those ghost cities ready right. to pounce on Bitcoin. They knew it ahead of time. They did. Well, I think see, that's the thing is they've been building as a massive public work project. Um, and well, for one thing, it's 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 kind of smart in a way. Because they're building this infrastructure, even though they don't need it yet. So, like, when they do need it, it's it's there. Like, that's the biggest problem we have right now is our infrastructure is falling apart. But, yeah. So, I thought that was interesting. I just want to make a 
Let's go start with something light that you, doesn't take too much time. Did you also hear about that same story that they, when they built cities, they modeled them after like Paris. There's a Paris city. They have like an Eiffel Tower. That's awesome. Are you serious? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's they cool. like mimicked. Um, they mimicked. Uh, they have one for Venice, one for Paris. Thank God they're not copying like Atlanta. I think they have a Las Vegas one too. Why would they? <laughs> I was about to say, like, thank God, you know, they're going for something interesting. Bunch of barbecue joints. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like a lot of spread out. Like a big spread out city that isn't really even a city. Yeah, with unless really, you go like to Midtown. With really Buckhead. narrow roads and like just overpopulated with cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so they need more gridlock is the thing. So they they have to model Atlanta. <laughs> we, they they we, want a city that's innavigable. We so. we envy we envy the your commutes. Yeah. In China. Or oh, they they if they're going to if if that, yeah. that might be one of the reasons. Yeah, like, because Atlanta. it's a sign of wealth. <laughs> they're like sitting dude, in traffic for an hour day is yeah. our right as Americans. Yeah. <laughs> they're like bragging to their friends. You yeah. know how long I spent in traffic? <laughs> I spent ninety minutes. I spent two hours. <laughs> and if you're not from Atlanta, we're not joking. You can That's easily bad. have commutes like, it's like that. Really bad. Yeah. So none of us uh, went to consensus. By, well, no. sort of. I mean, I mean, people from my company did. Oh yeah, none of us specifically. And I gotta say, I was not happy when I heard about people had to pay to pitch, pretty much. And it's like, yeah, that's not if, good. If think about this, if you are going to a technology conference, which I would assume consensus would was or is or used to be. You would think that you would want to hear about like the the best speakers giving the talks on the most interesting yeah, the technology without any people. without any um you know factors you know that might be promoted like you know you wouldn't want that person like just pump their company. Well, that's that's saying something too because I think even Mo Levin paid speakers. <laughs> well, well, yeah, because because usually you pay for flight, hotel, yeah. even if they're like a big but name. No, but that's it turns into a commercial, a gigantic commercial if well, if you're taking money for speakers. It's essentially. Yeah. It's essentially if you're paying, you're um, you, you're obligated to pretty much you, you're doing it for a reason to pump some some company or whatever, and it it, it essentially becomes like a bunch of YouTube ad conferences. And yeah. it's, it's to me, it's kind of nuts. Like where where they'll probably cover like maybe twenty thirty percent of whatever, and then they'll start saying like why their crap is so good. And with all the money being put into you know different chains and tokens, it's almost like they they can get away with it, which is crazy. Now I, I was I was out of out of touch. I was in incommunicado that week. I was on a cruise ship. Well, I was in Hawaii for two weeks. So, uh, so but we're yeah, both, we're yeah. both in paradise. So you're out of the United well, States too? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's that's no, but a lot of people say that, which know, is funny. I know. I know. So uh, yeah, but um, so I, I missed a lot of that week. Uh, but I, I know early on there was a couple of really good conversations <laughs> between a couple of people. I mean, you you were telling me you you sent me yeah. about, uh But like the rest of it, I mean, I I still would have liked to have gone. I mean, that would have been cool. But I, I, I would like to have done the networking and to see. All over we'll, all the you know, homeboys. We would have just sat outside, sat out front, and started interviewing. People. I, and, and why wouldn't we? Yeah. And why wouldn't we? We probably wouldn't because it's New York, and yeah. we wouldn't bring all the equipment with us. Yeah, but I would. <laughs> well, yeah, we could we could pack up a suitcase and bring it. But why would you? Why would you sub subject yourself to listening to a pitch? Like yeah, this that, is um, that's like nails is, on the this wall. This is early '90s Comdex, right? So the way Comdex started, exactly the way Consensus is building up, right? 
you, you you basically you charge as much as you can for as long as you can, and then you just it's basically you just burn everybody out. Next year, Comdex will be smaller because no one wants to pay. You mean consensus? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Comdex is well. Dead, I mean, right? it depends. So, it depends on what the price of Bitcoin does. I think. <laughs> well, when the, when the consultants <laughs> stop, uh, you know, stop what they're doing, and they they're not going to be willing to pay sixteen hundred bucks or whatever. Well, I don't know. That that assumes that that blockchain dies, which may or may not in the next year. I don't tickets, know. Tickets. Well, I mean, they 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 they're more expensive the closer it is, right? I yeah. Think, I think when I looked, it was, it was it like eight hundred bucks. Fifteen hundred bucks when I looked. Okay, so I looked and I was like, "No, <laughs> no, thank you. I'm yeah. not, not going to do that." It's yeah, like, like right before it was probably like over two thousand. It's expensive. Hey, plus you have to pay to speak. move it a little bit, so I'm in frame because I have to lean in pretty hard. Right <laughs> See, like I'm back here. There we go. Just yeah, happy medium. Yeah, there we go. So we done talking about consensus, or do you want to? I don't know. So like, well, are we, oh, do you think you want to go next year? I do. Oh. I would. I, I mean, I you will, were out of town, um, and I I had something going on, <laughs> so I would uh, hang out with you guys, but I wouldn't go to. I I don't care about anybody. You know, I don't care about anybody. What anybody says there. Okay. Okay. It's apart from informal conversation, maybe go to New York and hang out around outside consensus. I never. I never. <laughs> I have never been to New York. Me neither. Never been. Have you? Nope. Okay, we're going. I've been to the I've been to <laughs> road trip. Road trip. <laughs> I've been to the airport. It doesn't count though. No. I mean, I've been to like a lot. I've been to, like a lot of states on those inter. Oh, I guess just mainly LA. And Everybody like, comes to Atlanta yeah. the airport, but so um. And then there's uh the, the there's a token conference after so we got afterwards. N- Miami and New York. What other big conferences are there? Big conferences, yeah. Money twenty twenty, money twenty twenty. That's like that's like the that's where Vitalik got famous, right? Uh, I don't know about that. I, I think just, that's I, the, I no think idea. that's the biggest one in fintech. Is money? Well, yeah, that's that's like a general broad fintech one, though. It's like it's everything, right? It's huge too. It's like enormous. We need to bring back the libertarian version of these things, like oh, the, the political ones. Like those are the best. Oh, like and. And what is that? Anarcho Poco. Yeah, yeah. That would be a good one to go to. Yeah, uh, yeah. It seems like all these are. Early what country in the is year. that in? Mexico. Mexico. So Alcapoco. That's that's the one that I would want to go to to actually go to the talks and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? So I was really surprised that there was actually a token specific conference afterwards. Just like on. <clears throat> tokens I think it was in general. Or? So I think it, like William Mugliar or whatever. Mm, I don't know. Moogly Oogly. Uh heard that name. Well, he's uh he I think he ran like a token summit conference right after consensus that was just on like tokens and stuff and like talks about tokens. And I think uh if I'm not mistaken, I think our boy Wayne was on one of the panels up there. That wouldn't surprise me. Of course he doesn't have a token. Yeah, but he can talk about stuff, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean it's funny because Factum does have a token, right? Yeah, and he doesn't. So of course he'd be on the token. Well, well, they're <laughs> they're 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 asking him how can you do Tyrion without a token? It doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, well, yeah, to us. <laughs> but where's the profit? <laughs> it doesn't make any he sense an if you're ICO, trying to make money, damn it. <laughs> right? <laughs> he needs Tyrion yeah. coin. Yeah, Tyrion coin coming soon. And then you just replace that API calls with Tyrion coins, and boom. Nice. That's the way it works. 
I guess, yeah. It's. It, I mean, it's a more vi- it's a more viable concept than probably a lot of. I'm not a big fan of of superfluous tokenization. Oh well, yeah, it's definitely superfluous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you want to just talk about BIP 148? That's my next. Oh, BIP 148. I'm not going to say anything because I don't really. Are you, I'm, I'm, are you recusing yourself? No, I just I don't have anything positive to say. So. Man, wait a minute! Uh, if you don't have anything positive to say, then say everything at, I at hear all at you, once. I want to hear what you think. Okay, can I tell you how dumb I am about how little I know about this about UASF? Yeah, I actually need y'all to, to help me understand. It's funny. A lot of people I talk to don't <laughs> even know what it is. And well, they, I know what it know. is. I just don't know a lot of the details. Well, it's so it's a United States Air Force, <laughs> and it's one of the military branches in the United States. And little did you, little did people know that they were actually going to do away with the Navy, Air Force, the Navy, Army, and Marine Corps right after World War II. What about and the Coast Guard? Leave, and just leave the U.S. Air Force. And the Coast Guard. And the Coast Guard. Don't fuck with the Coast Guard. Yeah. <laughs> so I we, didn't know that. So, know so that. that's what UASF stands for? Exactly. It's the United States Air Force. UA. He's dyslexic, <laughs> dude. Kidding. It's okay. Yeah. Come on, man. Just you're making me like have it. to think. You're making me <laughs> have just, to like, read, just, like play it in my head. Like. I'm just kidding. Okay, so. So UASF is a user-activated soft fork. All right, but this this is pretty much spearheaded by Eric Lombroso, I would uh, say. At this point, I would say Luke Jr. Okay, Luke Jr.? Yeah, okay. I think he's the main guy. Yeah. And, yeah Eric's, Eric's mouthpiece and, is a figurehead. And, let, and let's, let's go over this. On August 1st, which is when this is supposed to have the opportunity to activate, what, what, what happens on August 1st to August that's, 14th or that's 15th? That's what they call a flag day. So <laughs> what a flag day is, it's just, it just... That's the day in the software, in Luke Jr. software, that everybody goes off on their own network. Uh, a, a, t- a totally different peer-to-peer network. They, they stop rejecting blocks. They, stop. they start rejecting blocks, and they, they, they change the... What, what was Magic it? number. The magic yeah. number. And so magic they can number. only receive blocks from people that are also on the same... So, Chris... Where are they changing the magic number would to? Would you explain for our audience, what is a magic number? Oh, yeah. What's... Okay, that's, like, a, that's like, a good yeah. question. Let's, yeah. let's so, talk about, like, what are they actually doing to fork off the network? Yeah. Okay, that's a good question because, so what what people need to realize is that Bitcoin is a peer-to-peer network, which you probably already know, but you may not think deeply about what that means. What that means is that every peer is equal to each other in terms of what data they can serve. And so uh, if you receive TCP traffic, in this case, if you receive you have, traffic... You have to on, know if it's from a peer or not. Yeah, you have to know, oh, yeah. is, is this is this just like some guy just hitting me with trying to, you know, send mail through me? <laughs> or is it, you know what I mean? So you need to, you need to basically have a, a number to key off of and say, okay, this is really traffic that I need to pay attention to, if that makes any sense. So... Um, so yeah, the magic so number the magic is what identifies a, you as a Bitcoin node. Right, it's a 32-bit number, four bytes. And you, you know, that doesn't mean you're a Bitcoin node. It just it just means you're identifying yourself as one. You could totally right. you know introduce yourself with a different you know with the magic number and be faking traffic just like for a DDoS attack or whatever. Right. But that's how they identify themselves. Right. Yep. yep. That's so, it. That's so, it. so 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 they're changing the magic number. Yep. And uh, so that will put them on. That will what what people call partitioning the network. So that those guys will basically not. They'll be deaf to the main chain if you want to call it that. And they will only get blocks from from miners that are sending blocks on that chain on that network. Yeah, but that creates a coin split, correct? 
That, we, yeah. we literally, at that point, we have two Bitcoins, in my opinion, as long as they have miners behind them. Well, yeah, if, right. they, if they're, they're now maintaining their own separate ledger. I mean, and then we'll have, Luke owns a mining pool. I mean, it's a small one, but Allegis, and so he'll be pointing it. What at percent? This. Yeah. Oh, it's tiny. Oh, it's like, like less like, than... Like a tenth of a percent or no, a yeah, half maybe, of a percent? Maybe, maybe three percent. Three like percent or something. Well, that's something. Well, yeah, yeah. no, it's it's not a, like a nothing pool, but it's a very small pool. Um and yeah, so they will have hash power. I mean, that's not going to keep pace with the rest of the the other competing chain if that's all there is. Well, but, Slush Pools also said that they are oh, supporting yeah, Slush, Slush Pool is too, uh, which is disappointing because I, I really like those guys. No, Slush Slush he's always been in favor of Segwit and always been in favor of activation personally. But actually, to his credit, for all this stuff. Um, he's always allowed his miners to choose what they want to do with their hash rate. I, I mean, don't think in this case that he's no, said that he, he's going to. He is. Oh, I mean, he th- is? That I've seen, yeah, because he had it open and he only had 12%. So what he may do is he may direct the, uh, there's a portion that's like a I don't care portion. Because so you can vote, I don't give a shit what you do. And he may take that and direct it okay. as UASF, but he's not gonna he's not gonna take any any of the traffic that's going to him specifically saying I want to do this or I want nothing. So uh, so so let's let's go back to August first, Flag Day. Right. Flag Day means <clears throat> now there's a range. Last time I saw, like August first to August fourteenth or fifteenth or something. Or am I making that up? For activation. Mm-hmm. I mean, was, I thought it was August first. Yeah, I don't know the de- maybe the details have changed since I last looked, but. Um, well, do you want to just look up the BIP? Yeah, look up BIP right. 148. See what see what it says. I could type in BIP 148. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So. Uh, it's it's been interesting because we are looking at GitHub now. See this this is what sucks about not having the webcam because now they can't see what we're yeah looking. <laughs> we're looking at the the GitHub of Bit. Well, you can actually put it in as another window, right? Oh, you're not on the same one. Okay, that's all right. Good. So it says between August first and midnight November fifteenth. Existing segment. So I I I, I got I got messed up. I I thought it was August fifteenth. Oh, because that's that's when segment's oh, supposed yeah, to go yeah, live. Yeah. That's the end yeah. date. Yeah. Okay. No, that's not the end date. Well, then no, that's the end date of the bip, right? Oh, midnight. Yeah, fifteenth. So, yeah, I got yeah, you. Because, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so, I thought so it was. So explain what this means to a stupid person. So so I mean it's it's saying it's it's. Uh, it's useless once SegWit activates. There's no point for BIP-148 uh, because its own whole purpose is to get SegWit activated. It's not an activation to SegWit itself. It's 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 a way to force. Them. But what's what's so funny, with with BIP-148 at on November fifteenth, SegWit is enabled. Uh, n- well, yeah, if it goes according to plan, yeah, that's. I mean, actually, well, before that, well, hold I mean, on. It, 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 well, it'd be uh, locked in. According according to plan, according to plan, Luke Dash Junior is going to mine this. No, he's going to mine BIP-148, but BIP-148 is not in itself SegWit. BIP-148 is it is a refusal to accept blocks from somebody who is not... Yeah, but at that point in time, you're going to fork the network. Yeah, they're going to And you're going to be on your own chain, so then by mm-hmm. November 15th, why wouldn't... Right, but that, that chain is still not running SegWit. Yeah, at, at but does it automatically well, run, run SegWit on November 15th? Well, that's that's when that's the that's the date now. Like the ninety five percent timeout. You know how it activated last November fifteenth. 
Mm-hmm. That's a That's, year from then. So, so they have until that time to get the regular, you know, Segway, which is oh, that was the original plan. Yeah. And then after that, it expires yeah. on November fifteenth. The original Segwit proposal, the BIP that's in now to activate Segwit, expires if it doesn't. So, if everything was left the same, and in, in so November fifteenth, so what's comes their plan to do user activated soft fork and then activate Segwit? Well, yeah, that's like immediately after they well, hard fork. Right. Their their plan is to force an activation. Or um, I guess this wouldn't be a hard fork. What, what is this considered? It's not a hard fork. It's, it's just basically, it it's, it's, it's full uh, non-mining nodes not accepting blocks. So, they'll be, so, so those, to those yeah. nodes, they will, they, will not, uh, they will only have Segwit blocks on there. They will diverge almost immediately. The first block that, that isn't Segwit, <clears throat> that, that comes from a non-Segwit um, miner, will fork the network so, because so, they will not. Let, let me ask you, though. This seems like a hard fork to me because it's not backwards compatible. It is, hard. It is a hard fork. So it depends on yeah. who you talk about. It's a coin split, but, I mean, I, I would call it a hard fork. It's a hard I mean, fork or the chain, but not the swear, software. Yeah, exactly. It's not a hard fork but it the seems, software. The software is compatible. The chain is No, not. it seems like the software isn't compatible because you're changing the number that's needed to talk to all the other Bitcoin peers. Right, but well, so, yeah, so it seems uh, like it is a hard fork. Well, no, 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 no. no. A, so here's the thing: is this is the the evil genius of the whole plan? Is it is compatible with it, but it's only compatible in such a way that if it outpaces the other chain, it gotcha. reorgs gotcha. the other chain back into it. Gotcha. So it is backwards compatible with the other chain. Okay, so this is this is also what we can talk about as far as it if somehow this new uh, UASF fork surpasses and becomes the main chain mm-hmm. that's what okay it's so so now to. we're opening up a, a lot of can worms i don't want to jump there yet yeah okay uh because now we're right, we're, right. We're, we're, we'll, we'll go back so what were you we, we about? should talk about this chronologically on okay. what can happen like uh what we're doing so, the, the so night. Um, um yeah so 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 august 1st that's okay but, but before that yeah, yeah before august 1st <laughs> so let's let's stop about you so we have we have a couple of competing things here that could happen so now we're gonna start get into the game theory a little. okay so so to so even backtracking before August first, do you want to talk about something that you're working on? Well, there's yeah, there's um, <laughs> there's the DCG. I don't know what we so can the, talk about. The DCG, the DCG has uh, well, this is Barry uh, Barry Silbert's New York Agreement is what people refer to it as, um, and he's got eighty percent of of mining power that supposedly assigned this agreement that they're in agreement that they want to do a segwit activation followed by a minimum three months later of a two megabyte hard fork and it is known as segwit 2x yeah and and realistically would you say you can just take the total amount of mining power that's already said yes and just divide it in half and that's more accurate or do you actually think know. he has ninety percent of? No, you said ninety percent. percent. Oh, eighty percent. eighty percent of of hash rate people uh, people representative of the mining companies for or the sorry mining pools for eighty percent of the hash rate have signed on. That's what he says. So, what do you think about that, Chris? Um, I think it's perfectly legit. I mean, the stories that I heard is that he was really working the phone. So up a consensus, who, they who Barry so Barry Silbert had people that were. That were actually calling, physically calling people, and getting them to sort of uh, know what he was up to and all that kind of thing. So he was really getting, doing the work, doing the legwork to get people on board with this thing. I just find it funny. We had the Hong Kong agreement. Now we have the New York I know, agreement, I know it's, and it's the same goddamn thing. Well, roughly the same thing. <laughs> roughly, but I mean, yeah. it's it's very very close. It's it's Segwit first, and then two megabit hard fork after. 
and that's so they have it looks like on june 16th they have alpha june 30th they have beta and then july 21st they start signaling so signaling july 21st so that's that's, i released an alpha today hey (laughs) so so you're so you're seven days early yeah, I guess so. We it's have a good. test net up and running. That's you know that kind of thing. So I mean, we're 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 ready to to get this in the hands of miner. There's there's a couple of details that we need to work out specifically around the flag day versus the uh, X plus three months is what we're calling it. So we, so the plan is is three months after after Segwit becomes active or uh, is locked in. Yeah. So the moment we have eighty percent, Segwit will become active. So Segwit becomes active as a soft fork as soon yes. as it hits threshold. Right. Okay. And then, Which is eighty. So 80% the people mining. will rejoice. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you remember that's that's BIP nine signaling? On, if, on do you have any advice for people when that happens? I think if you see if you're if we're in the you know if if you go fifty sixty percent if if you see that if you go to coin dance you could see uh, how people are signaling and if you see the, the you know, coin dance dot com by the way coin, no. Or is it, no no it's, it's coin dot dance oh, is it really yes yeah, yeah. it really is oh, it really shit. is yeah it's odd it's an odd domain it's very weird TLD I, I've never I didn't even know dance was a top level domain extension I know it's weird I know people are like hey man I'm, I'm really into dance and I'm real, <laughs> real, I'm a coin collector too and I'm gonna go to coin what is this <laughs> weird. I'm sure. I'm sure that's how most people stumble on this website. All right. Yeah. Go. Go under blocks. There. I think it is. Yeah. So it's, that's or the only place I go. Is, no, yeah. it's blocks. I meant. I meant blocks. Like block time. <laughs> Never heard block of it. Time. They don't sound very block popular. Time. You do. You do pretty good on blocks. Time. <laughs> block time. That's pretty good too. I'm okay. Sorry. Yeah. So. So Segwit two X thing. Um. You know, I've got I've got a lot of criticisms around it. We want to see if this can be done. Can we make it's it's more like a um, it's more like an intellectual exercise here. Like I'm less interested in the technology per se of what we're doing, and I'm more interested is can we change Bitcoin? I mean, can can Bitcoin be changed? So th- is this about the hard fork? Uh, the, I'm the not over the half, moon. The I'm other half over. of uh, Segwit two X is you know that's that what you're talking about? Are you talking about the two X part, or just in general, where you can even get this to work, where eighty percent of miners yeah. agree on something? Like this isn't my favorite, you know, proposal out of this whole thing. I just, it's more like, okay, well, you know, we're giving away too much to the Segwit crowd. If you know, I kind of count myself included in the Segwit crowd. I'm, I'm glad to see Segwit is going to be activated under the circumstances. I don't, you know, I have the same criticisms as a lot of people when they say, oh, I wish they would activate at the same time, the two megabyte hard fork and SegWit. I, I, that's, that would be better for me. That wouldn't be perfect, but it'd be better. But that's not, that's not what's going to happen here. Yeah. Well, there's, so. you know, there's, there's a couple, we were talking about it earlier, and there's a couple of reasons why you don't want to do that. You don't want to have a rush, quick, right now hard fork. You got to have people give them a chance to upgrade. So who are the right. main devs on SegWit2x? Well, right now, Jeff Garzik, he wrote, Oh, and Sergio Lerner. The wrote, rootstock guy. Yeah. He wrote most of the, the code, the actual code itself to do this. It's very thin, by the way. The patch is probably less than 500 lines. And probably less than 500 100. lines on top of SegWit. I mean, it's yeah. it's very basic. I mean, you look in there, you're like, okay, yeah, let's see what they're... I mean, they're all, most of the changes are what you'd expect, right? Moving, you know, moving the uh, max block size and that kind of thing, so... What we're hoping for. I'm actually is, surprised that it's that many lines of code on top of what's already been written for Segwit. That was generous. I, I mean, I I wouldn't. I would bet that it's like less than a hundred. Okay. 
That that sounds more. Right. So, what are the changes? What's okay. the delta from Segwit? I mean, uh, let's let's talk about the bit headers. The uh, the bit nine. Okay, yeah. so uh, it is a bit nine style BIP nine style um, change. So, what we're doing is we're we're signaling on bit number four. So, right now, you know, to give you context. Um, Segwit now is signaling on bit number one, and and so um, you know, three more. <laughs> Three more over. If if that bit is set to number, if it's set to one, then then yeah. You know. uh, what? Yeah, and you did a really good job, like last year, explaining all that on how you can signal right. uh, multiple things at once. Uh, my so, question. So, well, hold on. Before that, though, I mean, because it is important. Because what is Segwit? The current implementation of Segwit, the one UASF is going to be on. It's writing on a different different bit, right? Yeah, it's a different bit. Yeah. So so the UASF. Segwit is bit one, right? Yeah, it's well the uh, the main segwit is bit one. Yeah, main segwit is bit one, and then UASF follows that. So this is going to be a different implementation announced. So it's it's they don't they don't cross over necessarily, right? No, they don't cross over. Yeah, so that's an important point. For and the and, game and sorry, the, I'm sorry. The delta between segwit and your version of segwit, not including the block size, but just segwit versus segwit that Sergio wrote or whatever. What's the difference? Um, it it creates the uh, hard fork. It creates the two megabyte hard fork. So the Three co months the from code now. the code as yeah. written okay. will execute that, right? Right. So so it's it's got the hard fork baked in. Of course, I would expect an alternate version to come out from Core that has all the other stuff. You know that. Yes, there will. There will. Out. Now this is conspiracy talk but, again, but. Um, <laughs> You know, so or at if, least by if, Luke uh, Jr. If not Core, you know he'll do. No, whatever, I think know, a Core like, will release. So we're at, we're at zero point one four point one. That's the latest uh, version of Bitcoin Core, right? And so I think what'll happen is we'll have immediately after we get eighty percent on this thing we call BTC one, which is the, you know, by the way that that's what we that's what the uh, repo is called. Um, you're immediately going to see Core release uh, zero point one four point two, and it will have. You know, it'll just basically be a continuation of what they already have, which, um, you know, it's sort of like it's it's uh, what we have by omission. <laughs> you know, it's basically, you know, they, so they have plausible deniability and say, oh, OK, well, we're, you know, we're just going along a roadmap, man. It's not our fault that we took out the hard fork, you know, that kind of thing. So, so people um, will have an alternative that is activated by the activation threshold that you set, but doesn't have the code that. Ties with the two megabyte, if right. that's the case, and it, it it won't matter for what we're doing because you know we're we're obviously targeting targeting um, you know big users and mining pools, but yeah. the the people that don't know about the controversy, they might get a hold of this software and not know and go, okay, well, I'll just run the software. This is what you know. This is from Bitcoin.org, right? And all of a sudden, they just go, oh, why am I? Why is this? Why am I on block number, you know, five hundred thousand when the the rest of blockchain is like a 502,000, you know? I so, mean, um, yeah. it's just going to be, it's kind of, I, I wish they wouldn't do that. I wish they would realize that they've been beat. I guess that's inflammatory language, but I wish that one side would go, okay, listen, we've been defeated. And well, I we mean, it's to, not even defeat. I mean, at this point, I would definitely say what you're doing is a compromise. There's no defeat exact, about it. it exact, is. But they're not going <laughs> to, there's no compromise here. Well, no, well hold on. Are you saying that they lose the repo? They lose the GitHub repo to Bitcoin, Bit, BTC no, one or Bitcoin they'll, one? They'll never lose the repo, but what they'll do is... No, I'm is, saying like the Bitcoin one or whatever you're saying is going to be like the new de facto Bitcoin repo? 
it ha- it kind of has to be if we. That's if what we I'm saying. They, the, uh, they they are, de- in my well, opinion, yeah, that's defeat. I mean, well, no, no, that's that's yeah. my that's my personal. So, so, opinion. Yeah, but they would they they could conform to it. You know, yes. they could always well, conform to they it. Never, and but then yeah. nobody thinks that they will. Yeah, I, I, everybody okay, that I is in that. the is in the working group, they're like, no way in hell they're going to merge this. Yeah, right. I, even I, I though it's like, that. even though it's like, it's such a you know, such a simple change. I mean, it is obviously. So would you say that the only reason, and this is. You know, I don't know what your opinion is. The only reason we could get eighty percent of people to agree on something like that is because of Luke Dashier and Eric Lombroso giving this nuclear option on August first. Oh, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Well, they've, they've, they've gathered an army of of their fan club. I don't call them fanboys. But would you say no, the saying, reason saying, the reason Barry Silbert has been successful in getting eighty yeah. percent, which I'm still skeptical of? of people right. to sign off on that they're willing to do this Segwit 2X thing is because if we don't, they're going to do UASF and fork and do something. Yeah, he's asking like, if that played a role, you think, uh, in, no. in Segwit And 2X. I might be thinking about this wrong. So it, it did. Well, I think the only reason Barry is is going and doing all this legwork and spending money and going to consensus and having get, getting people on the phones and stuff is because that he we're worried that Bitcoin is going to become MySpace to Ethereum's Facebook, to be honest with you, so, so they don't really care about this this civil war about UASF. I mean, it's, has has Barry spoken about UASF and what he thinks his chances? I don't, are? I don't know. I okay. don't really. Know. I was just wondering. Yeah, most people. I think most people that I've talked to just think it's a you know a temper tantrum and a bunch of neckbeards just pointing guns at their head and saying I'm going to commit suicide and the rest of the community is like go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> there there is one thing different though about MySpace and Facebook. What's that? Well, maybe. MySpace didn't fail because of some weird, like, you know, too many people using it based on some prerequisite, like, capacity. I don't know. This is, right, it, yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's just interesting. Like, it did fail because I was not on, I was not on, well, I was not on MySpace. Well, to be I'll, I'll, with you. I'll say this. I'll say this. <laughs> I would say it's kind of hard. Well, to me, it's hard to compare anything else before this to, you know, to right now because I feel like. Later down the road, we're going to be comparing all these situations to future situations. Well, nothing's a perfect okay, analogy. Okay, let's go with the. Well, let's, uh, what about let's go with the Napster blockbuster and Netflix. Yeah. Example. yeah, blockbuster and Netflix. Yeah, blockbuster well, was warned so many times to get their shit together. Yeah, dude, they could have owned online video. They could have easily. They had right. all the relationships. We're they making, had all the money. We're making the analogy here. Right, I'm just trying to make the analogy of we got a good thing going here, guys. Let's not blow it. Right, because somebody's somebody's feelings are hurt or whatever it is, like, you know. Yeah, I. So I'm still like, it's really more like a it seems quasi religious thing though. On that side, it seems I don't know. It's, it's I, like, I think so. I think there's a breaking point. I as as far as as soon as Bitcoin purely becomes like only for massive transfers, that's when you know. Well, yeah, but and, by and then it's, it it's too late. There. I well, mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's, that's what you know. Especially, especially if you if you've never had a hard fork and there's no way to do it, and we stay there forever. I mean, that's that's what scares me. And so, so almost because we were talking before about the the prior proposal, which it did change rather quickly. But I remember just last time we were talking was all about extension blocks, extension blocks, extension blocks. Yeah, right? and I can get into that. Um, I have a lot of perspective on that because I was part of that whole. Well, yeah, but but I mean, it's switched now, and that's not not what's on the agenda anymore for pretty much anybody. But I mean, I'm in a way, I'm kind of glad because now with this, what we're trying to do is is force a hard fork and make it known that Bitcoin can, in fact, hard fork. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if we don't yeah. do that, the bigger Bitcoin grows, 
the harder it is to ever hard fork. All right. Well, but real quick, I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want to ask, do you think even if Bitcoin becomes MySpace to Ethereum, Facebook, right? Is the analogy. Right. Do you think truly Bitcoin wouldn't like, do you think blocks wouldn't be full still? Like, um, I, I'm, I'm I, curious I think, what your thoughts are on that. Well, I, I don't, we don't really have a whole lot of perspective on the death of, of a major cryptocurrency just yet. But I do think that the focus would be would turn, and you would you wouldn't hear about like Bitcoin would sort of be like relegated to oh well no one really works on that anymore like do you know do you know well, of it'll any, always be around like look I mean, at Doge right look die. at Doge like you, okay look at Litecoin Litecoin was stagnant for so long like they didn't do jack crap on that right you looked at their repo and you're like man you haven't like even committed anything oh yeah it was like i remember i checked it in like 2015 and it said last commit was like 2014 or some right. crazy and, stuff and i don't know if that's true but know, that's why i remember i don't want to be relegated bitcoin can get relegated to that where people just say they just it's a brain drain and people are like hey, i'm going off to work on zcash or zcash if you're canadian or whatever it or is, south you know. african yeah but you know i don't want that to happen fluffy I, I want, we know you watch i want uh, bitcoin to be the vanguard of of what uh, you know what we do of how we you know there's a lot more technology that we that we need to put into this it would be sad to see bitcoin lose its place at the top of the food chain there right. i mean it really would and this is going to prove hey can we change bitcoin can can this happen well i mean to me i've always believed if bitcoin can never hard fork then it's it's dead already like if there is no possibility you know if 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 it does not if even if the the credible threat of a hard fork does not exist then Bitcoin, it, it'll never adapt. So, I mean, and, and it would have to adapt when the majority of users, and that's one thing I've gotten into a lot of arguments about because they say, oh, well, that's populism. No, it's not populism. I mean, it's not populism because you're talking about the people who are actually contributing. They're, 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 you know, they're staked in the currency. It's yeah. only people who have a lot of Bitcoin that have any sway in what Bitcoin does, Either right. be they miners or you know transactors or, or economic actors so i mean it doesn't you know and that's what i think maybe the issue with this and i mean it'll be remain to be seen but with the uasf i don't know how many coins all these people actually hold and transact in you know i don't I'm i don't know that sure. it matters that much but what i, I do what well, i do know is okay so check this out um it, it occurred to me that you have a, you have this condition where um you know People invent something that they, you know, it's their baby, right? And um, possibly they're not mature enough to, to go to realize that they have to kill their baby sometimes, right? They, they, they get to the point where, you know, SegWit, SegWit law, like if SegWit isn't, isn't activated by now, there's a freaking reason, you know what I mean? There's a reason why it's not activated by now. It's like well, it's probably because the should... miners don't want it inherently without exactly. without exactly. some sort of bigger block provision. Right, and they don't, so they don't want to uh, be stuck forever at one megabyte. So with with you know, tier two, that's you you have to be mature enough to go. Listen, this is not working out. Segwit isn't isn't working out. So let's try something different. I would I would have tried something different way before now. You know, if if I were um, you know if I had the part you know if I had the GitHub keys and and the signatures to to release things and and you know the cred and all that stuff right if i were peter willa and vlad and all those guys i'd be like yeah it's not working out guys they're not the the network isn't accepting this and i realize they're like well it's just the miners it's like well dude <laughs> you know what i mean it's like 
if the miners aren't accepting it, that they're a part of the ecosystem, right? They're they're a constituency of Bitcoin. Yeah. Get over it, man. Like, just so so the reason the reason that it does matter, um, uh, the economic power uh, of the people on either side of this is is what what very well what they what they uh, part of the game theory of UASF. Um, so so what they think is going to happen is there's going to be such an overwhelming groundswell once it activates that everybody who's in favor of UASF is going to dump all of their old legacy coin for UASF coin, right? And then they'll sell it all. And then so the price of uh, what I would term to be Bitcoin will tank. And then their UASF version of Bitcoin is going to go up. And then so their, their game theory then is that since the price went up so much, miners aren't going to, they're not going to mine Bitcoin. They're going to switch over to the other chain because they make more money. So that's, that's the theory. And I don't, I don't know if that's going to play out like that. We'll it's, um, yeah, all the perspectives say that it, it's very unlikely to happen that way. The only, the, what, the only way they can make headway is if they, if they succeed in game, playing chicken. It's just a giant game of chicken. And you know some of the you know this, this, whole this thing is the giant this game is the tyranny of the majority. Like you know you have people saying, "Well, you know the users say this, the users say that." It's like okay, uh, you know the my com- my company Twitter is probably this. the biggest the users on Reddit say that my company I mean, is probably the biggest user of Bitcoin there is. Um, so you know this this is you know proportional. You know this is all you know. They, if the biggest user isn't, you know, going along with it, you have to scare them into going along with it. And since they know you're trying, they're trying to scare you into going along with it. You're like, I'm not, I'm not falling for that. Well, it's a really, really odd position with uh, Bit One Forty Eight because, I mean, if you look at Blockstream, who are, you know, all one hundred percent in favor of Segwit, and they're not in favor of a hard fork, or and you know, what I mean, they. It's funny, they're not in favor of a hard fork, but this is still not viewed as a quote-unquote hard fork, even though, I, yeah, I mean, there's a large rate, because the whole reason you avoid a hard fork, really, is to avoid a coin split, and this definitely 100% causes a coin split. I mean, there's no two ways about it, right? Right. And but at least we have um, mechanisms to where it's going to be very difficult for miners to be in the majority for long. Unless they, they just take a stand and they just don't mind, you know, throwing throwing money down a drain for a while. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it, I don't even know. Well, this is it's it's so weird. And so, so bit one forty eight. Greg Maxwell has come out against it. Um, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Greg Maxwell himself. So Luke and, Junior's and for think, it. Eric Lombroso's for it. I think uh, Adam, even Adam Pods Back, for it. Even right? Adam Back has said it's not, probably not a good idea. No, Adam Back has said it's not a good idea. Yet he he goes on Twitter. And he uses it as a club to activate SegWit. He says, oh, well, we need to activate SegWit, otherwise this is going to be bad. And he said that repeatedly. So, so I mean, he's, but he's not for SegWit 2 megabyte, at least that I've heard. He's never said anything about the subject, not since his 248 plan you know, years ago. Right. But, I mean, he, have you heard anybody from Blockstream comment on SegWit 2X at all? I mean, I, I don't think I yeah, have. Yeah, I have. Oh, There's a, okay, so there were two pull requests to Segwit 2X so far. The second one is the See, one I've been talking about, right? We're, we're getting, uh, they're saying the static's really bad right now. Ah. All right, we're back. All right, I think we fixed it, yeah. I don't, I, and I don't know what we fixed, but we fixed it. I, we, I think we rebooted it. I think that's what I, it was. I don't know. 
I, I we did so, so I did so many different things that so peeps. I'm gonna ask to... now. Tell us, are we are we good or static? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, okay, yeah. good. All right, cool. All right, Th- hey, thanks for uh, chiming in. Uh, yeah, that really helps. Yeah, appreciate. Sorry it. for the technical difficulties. Yeah, and if you We're... have a, and if you have a question during the, you know, whatever, just make it air yeah, to help us. Like what most people do, make it all caps question colon and then your question, so we know like you're you're asking us. So a our, question. our parsers can. Yeah, so so my parsing can uh, pick up your. Re- I can do my reg re- brain regex when I scroll through. I I gotta apologize. I, I I'm coming off as negative. I, I'm just not negative about this. <clears throat> I don't I don't dislike anybody. You know I don't like Luke Dash Junior. Those guys. I talked to those guys online before. I they don't. You know I'm not against those guys at it's, all. It's easy to get really partisan about this stuff. It it just is, and it's it's so heated. And I'm just more disappointed than anything. I'm kind of. You know, I just, yeah, like Bitcoin isn't ex- as exciting as it used to be because of some of this stuff. So I want to get back to those days where, you know, I'm happy to, you know, to be testing things out and all that. Well, I think that's true of both sides on the bait. Both both are just sick of it. This has been going on for two and a half years now. Yeah. It's just everybody hates it. But you know, hey, I have a question. So what what would make you excited again? Would it be two megabyte blocks in Segwit right now? Would that make you no, ecstatic? Not even what I'm working on now. It's I I'm not what, excited about what, it at what all. What would make you excited? Tell me. Like, what, um, what, what's your idea of like? Oh man, this is great. Bitcoin I, I all think, the way. Honestly, I think if Nvidia and uh, Intel, AMD and Intel, if they were to if they were to announce yeah if they were to announce that hey we're 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 pumping out GPUs or we're even going right straight to ASIC and we're gonna we're gonna compete directly with Bitmain and all these other big manufacturers I'd be like hell yeah that would be really awesome to to see that but that's not really related to uh, you know the consensus stuff but yeah that would be cool if we could if we could democratize you're serious serious? that's what would make you excited at this point yeah i mean homomorphic and all that stuff that'd be awesome too but all right and you know what makes the other 99 percent excited right what the price price (laughs) yeah the price is gonna go up i I just don't want bitcoin to die you know what i mean because i'm not a believer you guys know i'm not a believer in ethereum so um what else is there right there's See, I mean, we can go talk about Monero, Zcash, well, I mean, or something if, like if, that. If, but. if if Bitcoin does fail, like if it fails, then it'll it'll go to a runner-up. I mean, you can't say for certain who that runner-up right, but is. Like, it depends who is on the that? scenario. Litecoin? It depends on the scenario. Of Bitcoin's failure is what I would say. Well, it, so if Bitcoin I, absolutely refuses to scale, it's deadlocked. It can't scale on chain or off. Then you know, then I could see the majority of the Segwit crowd just going over to Litecoin no, because I, it's got. I have, a, I have a theory activated. on what would happen. I think I think people would would um, fork Bitcoin on all the whoever owns all the UTXO sets or whatever still owns those, and they would just change something dramatic and just change the the direction of yeah the, yeah. But that's just like yeah. the hard of the blockchain. That's, that's, that's a hard no no. Idea. But I think no. I think I think that's what they would do. No, it, that's that's really interesting because that's been the theory behind what's going on at work too. Is people talk about. That some big player might, you know, create an ICO that's a fork of Bitcoin, and um, you know, release uh, a million coins to themselves, and then just you know, sell those off. I would not trust that. That That, to me is not Bitcoin. You're changing. I know, but we're we're old time Bitcoiners. Like you got a bunch of noobs that you know they (laughs) don't know better. The the number one key cap of Bitcoin, the the key property in my view, is the 21 million Bitcoins. If you fuck with that. 
that's it. It's not Bitcoin. I mean, in my view, I mean, I don't, I don't view the one megabyte cap as, as, as being a differentiator of Bitcoin. I would say probably for now, at least, you know, uh, ECDSA is a defining characteristic of Bitcoin with that particular curve. Right. But I mean, that could change too, and it would still be Bitcoin. But if you fuck with the cap and issue more coins or change the emission schedule, I don't know. To me, that violates the social contract. I have a question for Chris, if you want to take it. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll read this if you can't read on the TV behind me. Chris, have you looked into what Paul Stortz has been working on, drive chains? This could be a robust way to scale without changing the core protocol. That is awesome that you brought that up because we've been working nonstop with and talking to Paul about drive. We're we're more excited about drivetrain at this point. And rootstock. Then no, well, drive, then runs okay, on, no, no. Rootstock the, we, runs on drive chains. No, take, it? Okay, hold on. We we have we're, a, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves, Mike. Let's just let them, let's just hear him answer. No, drivetrain is the most exciting. I, you know, now that you bring this up, it's oh, like you, that's the most exciting you, thing at the Bitcoin yeah. right now <laughs> is the fact that we could actually have something like drivetrain. That's yeah. that's going to be poor Paul's been uh, pulling his hair out because all he wants is Segwit. So no, he can poor, poor Paul's <laughs> been pulling his hair out just having people wanting to read his white paper. Oh, I yeah. mean, he's like, has anyone read my white paper? I think people are reading my white paper and just telling me they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just getting trolled. Remember when he said that? That yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> no, but he's that is very exciting. It's 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 something that is actually it's extension blocks, but done a way that is going to be more future proof and and not just a. So, a what dirty are the hack. differentiators of drive chains from the more traditional side chain approach? Twenty percent cut with rootstock. It's a so it's like a federation. Wait, I'll let you answer if you know more about Rusak. But well, that was what I gathered from the 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 podcast I was on with Vortex with Sergio. We talked to Paul about this too. <laughs> well, yeah, but this thing it's so complicated, and we actually have normal jobs. Yeah. It's hard to retain all this. Information. There is a lot of moving parts with it, but um, if and there's some voting mechanisms in there and stuff like that. There's there's a lot to it, but what it gives us is it gives us the ability to have a real you know, two-way peg, which is what we want. That's the, Everybody that's the, wants that. Yeah. I mean, we should probably speak morally, more broadly about the two-way peg and the need for that because that would bring a lot of developers back from Ethereum and back well, from... I mean, I mean, I've if you really... the idea of that. If you really wanted to... But here's another thing with drive chains. Every single two-way peg is a soft fork. And if Bitcoin's going to yes. get... is If Bitcoin's going to be really hard to, you know, do soft forks and hard forks or whatever, do you think... Or well, maybe I mean, maybe maybe these soft forks for drive chains are, are trivial and they're easy to implement. No, let me get back to this question. The <laughs> no, you're right. The soft fork it is a soft fork, but you got to remember we had no problems with soft forks until until second. 2014. We, so, we had yeah. okay. Let me go through the let me go through the history in case um, either you didn't have time to look all this up or whatever. Um, Bip sixteen pay to script hash was a soft fork. It was way way back, right? And there's been Many, many softworks, no problemo. You don't even hear them because they just went through because they weren't contentious, right? Nobody I don't know. Talk, Luke Jr. You know? fought like hell against. Okay, uh, you got you got. Uh, he just skipped Ash. No, yeah. are you serious? Yeah, he did. Dude, there's always people that are going to have problems. Ooh, okay? Luke Jr. Can we, can we ask why real quick? Because I think that's like one of the most useful like scripts in Bitcoin. This page script Ash. Or He's worried about the same thing that Michael V. Casey's worried about with Segwit, and it's the fact that you're basically 
redefining things and and uh it, now vape 16 wasn't a redefining op true like this one is but it almost was the same thing because you um if you don't have a vast majority of miners signing on to this thing you can actually lose money you can have people if you spent to pay to script hash like a, a multi-sig kind of thing uh, right and so, you, so if the miners didn't enforce it it would right. technically be a valid rule but if they, you know, if they reversed and forked, then all the people who paid into pay to script hash would lose their money. Exactly. Is, is that back when Andreessen was head of? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And how he went many, through because he in fact, forced that's his, it as that's like his an autocrat. Bit. Yeah. That's how <laughs> how many how many soft forks happened under Andreessen versus everyone else? Like besides probably Satoshi, the, probably the vast majority. The the only soft forks in recent history have been. Uh, uh, Check sequence verify and check lock time verify. Those are both soft forks of last year in 2016. There's one other, right? Um, yeah, but they, but no one ever. My point is that no one ever hears about them because they're not, they're not a big deal. They're not contentious, right? And that's yeah, what, every, that's what that, everybody was for. Check lock time verify. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you're like, like that's yeah, an awesome let's idea. do it, do it. <laughs> and that's why I'm like thinking to myself, why are these guys, you know, sticking to their guns about SegWit when obviously it's people gotta, have a problem with it. It's got to be, uh, I mean, from what you're saying, it's got to be, I'm going back to ASIC boost on Okay, why. that's fine. No, that's no, a conspiracy and all that. I'm not going to dispute that. I, I really don't because here's my thing. I'm okay. not a miner. I'm not using ASIC boost and I'm not for SegWit without a, a block size increase. I am, I'm not against SegWit, you know, and I don't like that SegWit's not done as a hard fork because I, I think it is kludgy. But, you know, because it would be so much cleaner to do SegWit as a hard fork. You wouldn't have to force everything into places it doesn't belong. Yeah, you because, could just really um, cleanly make the cut. And then guess what? There wouldn't be these two different types. There wouldn't be SegWit yeah. and non-SegWit. Right. It would just all be SegWit. You know, right. No, it, no it would all be Bitcoin. Well, yes. Which would, was, which would be a better way to be talking about this. It would all, so, yeah. They're all Bitcoin be re- either way. But. No, Bit, Bit, SegWit <laughs> no. should be refined as Bill Clinton coin because... <laughs> Because op true is going to be, it depends on what you mean. <laughs> the the definition true. of is is, yeah. you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, true is not. So back to the drivetrain thing. I don't think it's going to be contentious at all. Drivetrain, it's going to be like, oh, let's do it. Well, but drivetrain is a dependent a on fork. segwit, though. I no, mean, it's not. Oh, it's not. No, I thought it was. No, I because so he wanted to be he wanted to be dependent on segwit because they had script versioning in there. Oh yeah, that's so what he wants, but but there's nothing to say. In fact, he has. I think he has an implementation. So he's not that reliable re- on transaction malleability fix. No. Oh. Huh. Yeah, because when we interviewed him, I, I believe he did say that. Yeah, but there's I mechanisms. Know. Paul, Paul I know. I know you're watching this. I think there's. I'd mechanisms. love for you to chime in and. There, in, you in can the solve that by... Now, who do you, you think asked the question? <laughs> <laughs> you can solve the malleability thing with extra checks and... That's, and that's no, but you can get around the transaction malleability stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, you can do like you can implement you can implement uh, a lightning without SegWit technically, but w- would you want to? <laughs> not for that. Not for that kind of uh, layer two approach. Yeah, now. it's it's yeah. just too overly burdensome. Yeah, uh, but but yeah, drive chains are much much smaller. In What's scope. the period on a drive chain? It's like you. It's like what is it like two, three months or something? I don't know. Like you have to, you get your coins locked up in there for like. Three oh, the, the the grace period. Yeah, yeah the I, grace think period. It's, I think it's ninety days. Yeah, and that's but, why you would have that, you know, to get around some of these things. Right, because it. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, wait. So, so, so in other words, if if it's going well, then you saw fork. Otherwise, in that ninety day grace period, you can still pull out all your coins. Or no, you have you to mean? you have to finagle it where maybe some you have to trade with somebody else who's. Higher in the queue to get out, you know that kind of thing. And so there's, 
but I mean, it's, 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 there's markets for it. You can do it. Yeah, there's I mean, gonna be markets yeah. in there and all that. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of that. That's, he's been working on that for a long time, and uh, he's really been doing good work there. So, do we want to talk about the whole game theory of these scenarios, or or what, what do we want to go into? I next? don't. I don't have good perspective on this because I'd like to hear what you think. There's, I think there's I think too it's, much. I think I mean, it's dumb. I you you know I've been talking about. It. I'm like, what is this? Why why do we care if a bunch of people out there that run full nodes but not miners go off on their own fork? So so the first the first proposal <laughs> you're, you're saying is, you're saying hold on you're saying pretty much just ignore the USASUSF guys. I don't see how like they have to they have to basically scare people and to going to their side. But if I'm not scared and I don't, they have to scare my business. They have to scare miners. Isn't there like a phrase for this, like flash in the pan or? No, it's playing chicken. It is playing chicken, but a flash in the pan is correct analogy because it'll be whoa, it's big, it's gone. It's like (laughs) that's 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 what what you're making it sound like it's going to become. Yeah, but I don't have good perspective because I only see and hear really one side. Well, I mean, we all live in our own little kind of bubbles. I would say I try, I try, I try to hear all sides, but it's it's really hard because I mean, you know, prejudices being what they are, every, everybody picks a side, and then you start listening to that side, and, and you read less about the other side. Is it's human nature? Uh, but so so if we get a bit, a little bit to the game theory aspect, so you mentioned July twenty first. That is the date that Segwit two X is supposed to activate the Segwit side. Uh, and that becomes not just locked in, but active on that. But as we said before, that is signaling on bit one, which is incompatible. No, or wait, no, no, bit four. Yeah. Sorry, bit, I, I got to flip. Yeah, bit four, not bit, bit, four. bit four. Yeah, yeah. which just, is just to be clear, yeah. not is, a Bitcoin improvement pr- uh, proposal, but right. uh, actual where it's going to be in the th- thirty-two, uh, thirty-two bit. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, allocation fields. register yeah. for bit nine. So. And and as soon as you're done with like let's say bit one bit one and that's like done you can reuse that for yeah, another it's clear. bit yeah. right yeah right okay and people can signal bit four just because they're thinking about something else which is totally stupid to me like I'm not a big fan of bit bit nine yeah. for that reason it's like well who controls who who controls what who gets what bit oh you have to talk to Luke Junior about that you're like <laughs> what. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, like, that's part of BIP nine is you have to talk to Luke Jr. Pretty much, yeah. Well, that's part of the BIP process. I mean, he has to. He <laughs> sort of has to like give you like he has to actually he has to. He's do the this. one who assigns the numbers. <laughs> he's he's the one who actually assigns the <laughs> he numbers. He literally has Wait, to he do gets, this. He gets holy water and and yeah. I mean, that's that's so that that's already like you know what I mean. It's like he's not if he doesn't agree with you, he's gonna be like, oh, I didn't. You, you never sent that to me. So, so getting, yeah, I didn't get it. Getting you know, back checks to in the, the mail, like you're like, dude, this isn't a good process here. Getting back to the UASF, so uh, we have two bits for BIP nine, B-I-T bit. So we have two of those. We have BIP one and BIP four. Uh, one has the uh, you know. Uh, so so if if it so scenario one, let's say that uh, there is eighty percent hash power. Uh, and Segwit2x activates uh, a week prior to UASF. And UASF guys rejoice because they just want Segwit. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Though, you know, those guys definitely will likely try to cut out the uh, two, two megabyte hard fork portion of the code, but they'll take Segwit. Um, so, so if that happens, what happens to UASF? Um, because can they disable it at this point? Because it won't be a compatible. 
right? <laughs> it, well, there are people running it right now. I don't think that they'll care. I don't. I think that they've more or less ignored everything we've been doing. Although their leader, Luke Dash Jr., has not. He's no, been in, he's been basically turning the GitHub issues into a Reddit thread. <laughs> yeah, you know? it, that was funny how you're describing that the other day. How it's bit one forty eight is pretty much a Reddit thread now, or. No, the, the pull request for... Um, or the, the PR has so many comments and, like, replies and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. on Segwit yeah. 2X. There's a person named Keck Coin in there. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, it's like, okay. <laughs> he's, he's, no, no, I should take that. But, like, Luke Dash Jr. is not, in effect, trolling in there. He's not saying ridiculous crap. But he is... I think he is being a bit of an agent provocateur in there. And he's, he's wanting to take uh, Jeff Garzik off his game. Uh, and you, you get spend, a low battery. You know. <laughs> so I, I like your game theory, though. I just I don't know what the guys are going to do. No, I think no, no. I, think I mean I'm, I don't I don't know what it is now. I'm just trying to think through it out loud. Uh, you know, because like what what happens in that scenario, right? So uh, I know a large you know majority of those people will just abandon it because there's no freaking reason to pursue it. But I mean the the alternative is they could say, well, we don't want the 2X, and instead of that, we'll just keep our own fork going because we'll right. reorg, you know, because that's what the whole point of it is. Right. No, we'll reorg to what we want, right? Right. Um, well, when Core releases their version, or, you know, right after that, because they will, uh, what's going to... So we're going to basically going to have, like, the UASF hardcore crowd. We're going to have, you know, this Segwit 2X crowd, and we're going to have... There's going to be a three-way thing because you're going to have... You're, you're hardcore either way, right? And then well, you're going to have people upgrading to Bitcoin Core for, uh, 0.14.2 or 0.3 or whatever it is. Well, yeah, that but it, that's 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 not going to be... That's going to be just a code change. So it's not going to be a hard fork, right? Right. But it's not going to have any of the hard fork that the Segwit2x crowd are going to expect. Yeah, so they'll just strip it out and continue on their merry way now that they have Segwit working. So, um, but, but I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying what, what happens to, okay. So if somebody runs UASF, so, so now it's just, it's just odd because that could continue and be a threat because you could have a persistent chain because of the way that they've structured it. Of course, I mean, this is an attack vector, right? Yeah. Anybody could do this. Anybody could create another separate chain, you know, keep, keep it in, in hopes, you know, forever that they get a, a hash power majority, and if one day they ever do, for whatever reason, God only knows what could happen in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. If one of these things has been around, they could revert the entire flipping chain. That's kind of scary. Right. So you need to, so to support that theory, you need to give us scenarios on how you would just get a massive amount of mining power on their chain. Well, how, would yeah. that, how would that happen? Yeah, well, well, I mean, anything could happen in 10 or 20 years because, like, you know, maybe somebody makes a quantum miner. I don't know, something, you know, there's a massive breakthrough in ECDSA, and before we get a chance to switch the algorithm, they do it in stealth, or right. I don't freaking know. But I'm saying it's it's plausible, but, I mean, that's just a normal attack scenario, right, for a double, you know, 51% or double spend, right? They can they can route run. So I guess there's nothing new there. Um but you will have, um, like Jihan has said openly, I will be attacking that chain. Oh, yeah. So well, he mean, will be orphaning pretty much every block he can get his hands on. Which uh, you're saying just means m mining empty blocks? or Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, you know, if, if they have less hash power, they're going to be behind anyway. He's going to put his, uh, his B team on that chain. 
right? Well, he's got yeah. They've they've got. He's gonna be like, okay, you're you're 15 years old now. You can we trust you with some <laughs> hardware here. You go ahead and mine on this chain over here. That's not, that's that's probably what he's gonna do with all of his old old miners. You know, yeah, the ones he's getting rid S9s, of because they're not efficient anymore. He'll fire old, back up and <laughs> his old S7s and F9s and stuff. Well, that's true. They don't have to be efficient. That's 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 interesting because you know because right now they're they're not profitable to run. But like he could, he could pull out old inefficient hardware and just throw it at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, think of it. Well, you know what else is funny? Think about everyone who who's on the U, UASF fork. They're all store of value hodlers, and they're not even going to be making transactions anyways, right? Right. So, but they'll still have main chain coins. I'm just, I'm just, right? I'm, I'm, I'm highly, I'm highly generalizing. Them. I don't well, know what are we calling these two chains? <laughs> well, like, what, well, what's no, a good no. See, so here's the chains? thing: is they will. They absolutely will, because the whole plan is as soon as UASF does, all those people, they want to drive. The only way they have a, even a shot in hell of winning is if they drive the price of their coin up and the price of Bitcoin down. How are they going to do that? Do that How is have, that possible? Well, I'm, I'm just saying, in order to try to do that, I'm not saying they well, can, they have to do lots of transactions, which is going to fill up the damn chain, because they have to well, buy. What, what, if, what if Roger right, Veer just decides to, to sell all of his Bitcoins on that chain? Well, yeah, I mean, it, that would drop the price of that chain. No, but it, but it would drop it to zero. Well, yeah, I mean, you can have users no, attacking the no. chain. Five, how many? No, because people would buy at some price. Well, you yeah, can it, have it users. Would drop it, so, so like you can ETC also have compared to ETH. So, yeah, if Roger was maybe. smart, you know, he would sell a lot. But, but I mean, really, because the attack method is not just to sell. What they should do, I mean, if they're trying to attack the minority chain, is just send. Send uh, UASF coin transactions to yourself over and over and over again with a high fee, you right, know, right. and then that would just clog up the network. I mean, <laughs> you'll probably see that on both sides, clogging up both of the boxes, because that's that's what they'll do to try to slow one another down. Because if you can't transact on a chain, I mean, which which net will be horrible for Bitcoin, right? And um, neither chain will be usable, right? And, and <laughs> for so, a long time, yeah. And we talked about this partitioning of the network thing. You're going to get a lot of people that are going to go wow, on the dark web. Suck. They're going to go on the dark web and they're going to be buying, you know, parts of the Mirai botnet to DDoS. There's, yeah. there's not a whole lot of Bitcoin full nodes out there. Not to be, I mean, no, the ones that are not. the ones that are listening, you know, on port eight three three three. There's not a whole lot of them out there. You can you can pick out the uh, the twenty one co like leader leaderboard and just DDoS the hell out of those guys. I mean, is there is there a protection for that? Because like we've seen nodes just like no. spammed before, right? No. So could like, you spam nodes in in wide enough to where a DDoS yeah. would be ineffective? Yes, because I mean, here's why: is none of these nodes are behind Cloudflare or anything. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, dude, it's like, well, I mean, could you do that? Could you like put a node behind Cloudflare? Yeah, is that these, possible? This, like, the Mirai botnet is so large at this point, you could literally say, all right, well, how much for like? Hey, can you like, can you tell me about that botnet? I don't really know too much about the Mariah botnet. Well, there's yeah, there's other variants of it, but essentially, it's a botnet for sale that you can go on. How many computers? Hear, how many computers do they the have, or whatever? They have, uh, they have an army. Or of, how many IP? How many unique IP addresses and, okay, and bandwidth um, do they have? Like, what what do they report their bandwidth as and unique IP addresses? They're reporting, you know, uh, in the low millions, right? Wow. So and bandwidth of like what terabit or something? Or? Yeah, because a lot of these are like are like um, you know cable modem, or oh, not cable modems, but like. Uh, DVRs and cameras that people have their IoT devices that they just don't even know that they've been you know well, that they're mean, part of a Mirai botnet and they just have a full they have a full pipe of their cable modem, right? 
so you can so actually pretty, have so pretty much like whenever you're buying stuff from china cheaper you're buying like part of the botnet ecosystem yeah, yeah because it's, it's cheaper because i'm subsidized yeah. by becoming part of the bot- <laughs> botnet army all right, maybe, maybe that's yeah, that maybe might that's be factor. the case. Another actually, that's another conspiracy. <laughs> well, think about it. Well, that's a pretty good one, actually. That's a pretty good conspiracy. I mean, because you know, they, they, you know, nobody's going to inspect all the firmware of all these, you know, okay. generic knockoff Chinese like boxes so and we're, whatever. We're going to see a lot of people attacking each other based on what network they're on and what they're reporting as their user agent and that kind of thing. So it's not good, right? Why? Why we got to do that? You know. And um, I mean, but it know. may very well happen. I mean, it's, I think it's it's almost likely at this point. Every every time we've ever had a threat of a fork or or anything like that, the the, the side that that's forking gets DDoS to hell and back. I mean, you know, it, it, it happened with XT originally, yeah, and then it happened with Classic. It happened with BU, and then it happened with BU. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I mean, you know, I it's definitely going to happen. Bitcoin Unlimited. For our audience, for our, for our live audience, <laughs> is is Bitcoin and Sensor still around? Yeah, actually, con, con, it's, no, no, it didn't, it's pretty didn't much Chris DeRose. Chris took over the name. Okay, he took the name, so it's yeah. still Bitcoin. Junseth is now Junseth's world. Okay, cool. Yeah, but I just think it's pretty terrible that yeah we can't all get along. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the real world, and attacks are going to happen, right? Um, if 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 you're if your network is vulnerable to attack, then, you know, it's, it's vulnerable, right? So, like, you know, the same thing could be said for Ethereum right now. Bitcoin could, could decide to try to DDoS Ethereum to hell and back, you know? I don't, you know, that hasn't happened, isn't happening, but it could, right? right? I don't know how many nodes they, they... they... I think they have more. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to look it up, but I think they have a lot more nodes in Bitcoin. So it's, it's different though because you because they don't have, have any to, good they don't have any good wallets. Well, no, you have well that too. They, I mean, their wallets are fewer. They have Mither Vault, which is very light, but um, and Jackson. And I was going to say Jackson's yeah. probably there. But but the biggest the biggest thing is you know if if you're running smart contracts, actual applications on it, it's better to run it on a node. You know what I mean? Versus versus just try to you know I don't know. Right to me, because I don't. I don't think it's necessary to run your own node on Bitcoin. I mean, I just don't. Not 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 for a hundred percent of the people. I mean, the vast majority of use cases of Bitcoin, if you accurately use SPV and randomly select some nodes and you know change them every once in a while, you're you're guaranteed. If, if unless Bitcoin's completely and utterly broken, if you connect to enough peers, you're you're guaranteed to get an accurate representation of the up to date blockchain. So I mean. And that, that that SPV in that manner was was in the white paper, right? Wasn't it? Uh, yes, I think it is. Right. But the thing uh, is, <laughs> um, you don't want you just yeah. We need to be decentralized, right? Well, we do. I mean, we need to be decentralized. So I'm not saying we should have zero. Six thousand nodes. nodes is not being decentralized, right? It's not. But I mean, that's six thousand nodes at one. I've never bought the idea that if you increase the block size, necessarily the node count's going to go down. No, I don't. I don't buy it either. I mean, it doesn't make any sense because it's it's yeah. It's, I I mean, a certain extent it will. Well, I mean, yeah, but you there's can take, some there's some there's some block size that will right. But if if you drink a hundred thousand gallons of water, you will die. <laughs> that doesn't mean you shouldn't drink more water. You yeah. know, <laughs> you, you're really making me want to update my ideal block size website to yeah. say how much it costs per like block size with current uh, hardware 
uh, price. I need. Well, I need yeah, I mean that, that's that's that. definitely a thing that's not taken into consideration. Is is hardware prices do fall? I mean, well, I I don't think. I mean, from me talking to the you know. You know, Jay from BitDevs. I think the issue is more with propagation and validation time than than uh, the actual storage. Well, yeah, okay. Store storage is less of a concern, but propagation, validation. Well, validation is processing. Uh, and again, if you solve the the quadratic caching, then that's a non-issue. Well, that's really, it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, and, but but propagation's all bandwidth, right? And you do have some special concerns with the Great Firewall of China, but other than that, I mean, it's yeah, <laughs> internet's getting well, I, faster. Well, not I, slower. I, I don't know. I don't know how much of this you can brush aside, and how much you can say. You know, right now we could probably run twenty megabyte blocks without issue or can we only go up to like two megabyte without issue you know what i'm saying i don't well yeah i have no idea well that's true but i mean you i don't know i hear a lot of people a lot of people say no we don't ever need to increase it a hard fork is way too risky and 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 that 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 the voice of that crowd will just get louder once once uh segwit comes and eases the congestion traffic for a while it do you want to do you yeah. want to finish up this topic and say what you think is going to happen? Oh Jesus! What I think is actually going to happen? Yeah. I didn't even get like halfway well, through the first scenario. Okay, but uh, <laughs> you, you can you can keep. I, I just want to. Okay, know, so so keep I, don't, I don't know how far we want to go into this, but okay. So that was scenario one was uh, the Segwit two X passes and the uh, BIP BIP uh, one forty eight stays alive. Um, so let's talk about for a second. Let's let's assume we don't, you know, herd the cats properly, and uh, we have a minor revolt uh, for Segwit two X. Uh, Wait, minor, my, like as in insignificant, insignificant, <laughs> or that minor. So revolt? so one one of the uh, uh, allotted eighty percent. Wow, that's actually yeah. Um, no, one of the allotted eighty uh, um, percent doesn't doesn't abide by what they agreed to or the agreement was you know, false or whatever. So, uh, come July 21st, that does not pass, uh, Segwit 2X. So that being the case, it's still active, still open, could pass later. As soon as it gets 80% threshold, immediately kick Segwit into effect. So let's assume that has not happened and does not happen until August 1st, right? So now August 1st happens. We have UASF, right? UASF occurs. Um, we have a full on coin split. Uh, we have people on both sides of the chain, and they're each at that point. We have two bitcoins. Oh, at that point we do. And have we have Poloniex well, listing see, yeah. this whatever. What are they going to even list it as? So all, all the people on that side, like uh, I heard Trace Meyer talking about it uh, on Dollar Vigilante, and he was saying, "Oh, well, now uh, every exchange has a legal obligation to to do." Uh, UASF BIP 148 because then you run into the ETC problem with ETH where, you know, they, you know, in the coin split, they, they're not giving where, people their... Where, like, Coinbase was, like, obligated to give people their Ethereum Classic if they bought Ethereum. Right, but, I mean, I don't I don't even... I, I don't know that that's true for, for that. I mean, because what, what they could do is if they mirror transactions, they could send it to you on both chains. You know what I mean? Just they do their own version of a replay attack. Just make sure that they do it, you know, 
on both chains every time they do anything and they'd be safe without actually ever supporting it and creating a separate coin for a market, you know? Well, they, they could create themselves a contractual um, thing where they just say up front, listen, we know this is coming. We're not giving you this. Yeah. So, and then, so you, it's your decision. Yeah. Because there is a flag day on this. It's right. a known, it's a known that that's so happening. Don't do, you know, don't, don't do, do business, business with, with us. If, yeah. And by the way, that side has, has said, don't do business with them if they don't do this. So it's not like, it's not like they're doing anything that the other side isn't already promoting. Hey, uh, let me ask a question. This Segwit 2X thing, is it true? Maybe I didn't uh, listen to this right, but uh, people like Eric Lombroso felt like they were left out of that conversation, or is that not no, true? he opted out. He, you know, <laughs> he was invited. He, was invited. He, was, he opted out of that, and he, you know, there are other, is this is this in any he, way? He didn't like it because it was behind closed doors. Okay, is, is what this he said. in any way considered underhand or anything like? I mean, obvious, like, is this going against, I guess, Bitcoin Core, but, I mean, is this considered, are they considered to be nasty by Bitcoin Core, or I don't... No, and matter of fact, uh, there's Slack channel, we have a Slack channel, we have, of course, the GitHub issues, Peter Todd, um, Luke Dash Jr., even Adam Back have, uh, you know, have said in the media re- stuff related to this, right? So they're participating, like I, I made the comment about the agent provocateurs, that you know, if the person representing themselves as Peter Todd, maybe someone got a hold of his account, but there people are saying stuff in there as core, so they're participating in this process. What, I'm sorry, what BIP was this that you're the Segwit 2x? Yeah, it's not a BIP. We're not participating in that process anymore. Okay. and I tell you why. It's sorry, exact- sorry, I, I was I'm so dumb. I thought I thought maybe y'all haven't written one yet or no. Well, I mean, that's what I was saying. Hold on, yeah. let me get this out. I was saying is that the whole BIP process. And the uh, the BIP nine especially too centralized with that, core or? that you have to talk to Luke Dash Junior yeah. to get a BIP through. Yeah, it's the, like to do the signal. It's yeah, like well, uh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. very centralized. It's, it's literally like, one dude. Yeah, right? it's like so one you're dude. saying if you have to go through that process, it's already you know you're 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 going to be screwed. Exactly. Okay. He's, he's going to be like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, who are you? What what is this? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm pretty busy right now. I'll get back to you in 2020. You know, it's like no, it's like, okay. This so whole, we have this guessed, whole process uh, is stupid. Three okay. three six four so, seven so, says no core dev currently supports Segwit two X. Um, uh, think about it. no Jeff Garzik is a core dev. I have been a, I'm listed in as far as a core dev. So I've yeah, been, I've been so, listed in the credits. So for, define uh, a core dev, uh, guest. Yeah, three, you have six, to define core dev. Uh, what what is a core dev? Because remember, we have a hundred individuals. Isn't that, Bitcoin Airlog a core dev on? Because he oh, updated that's the readme. Bitcoin Airlog is it? So he, he updated the readme. So so I mean, it's it's very difficult to uh, to say no core dev. Oh, why do you have to go through Luke Jr.? Because he does the bit process. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's literally the only guy in charge of doing the bit process. Right. He's the designee for oh, oh. the core. Oh, wait, process. wait, hold on, hold on. Let, let's, let's, let's be clear. Uh, guest uh, 3647, official core devs. Official core official devs. Official core devs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so only, only no, true no, no, Scotsman. No, no. There's, there's no official core devs. <laughs> no, no, no. Official core devs. Please, there's no official core please devs. Please take a seat, Chris. There's no official core devs. Please take a seat. As a matter of fact, I'm, I only I'm only talking about the official core devs right now. The, like as, Luke Dash Jr., Greg Maxwell. Devs, as know, a matter of fact, people guys. like Peter Willa have have made the the case that that uh, there are no core devs per se. There are people who do more or less commits. It says and all that. one who fully comprehends the consensus code. All right. Oh shit! That oh, might be come me. On. I don't even have a commit. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's a little subjective there. <laughs> Okay. okay, you we can't can, you can't define should, that. Okay, we can get into this whole priesthood thing because I've I've railed against this in the past, and I think it's complete and utter horseshit. To be honest with you, yeah. Well, okay. Let's let's. Uh, I want to I want to I want to keep moving through a couple topics, and uh, it, if that's okay, I, w- I want to wrap up like what we think is going to be the conclusion of. The oh, next. okay. Well, so so we can have know. it on record where we make our predictions. Here's the answer. I don't. Then, I don't. We can at least look know. back and say, "Oh man, we're so dumb." Well, okay. So here's what I think. I think um, there's a very good chance that Segwit Two X will be be activated, in which case they will defuse the bomb on the UASF and just just do their own version without the two. And to wit, I think if you have over eighty percent of the hash rate you will see a two megabyte hard fork down the road, but it's going to be bloody and ugly. And during the two megabyte hard fork, that's when we will see the coin split happen. Uh, and we may end up with two Bitcoins. I don't know if you know one will die, but I, I think for a while there will be two, maybe three, <laughs> depending on how it plays out. Uh, I don't know. That's my guess. What do you think? I want to I hear someone else say before I make my prediction so I can use a combination of both of yours. Okay, so I think that you will have eighty percent, but it'll be it will be tenuous, right? You won't get much more than that, right? And you will see Segwit activate probably before August first, but I can't, you know, I'm kind of. What tenuous if it about hits that. like eighty percent, like twelve minutes before midnight? <laughs> it will. Da- I mean, people won't do you. You will go up to the wire, just like what's you know oh, what happened that's with, uh, be with awesome. Litecoin. I think so, but I will think that the hard fork. I don't. I don't really think that that will go into effect. All right. My prediction is Satoshi will reveal herself and solve all of our problems. So the Deus Ex Machina ending. That's yours. It'll be uh, like a great. Uh, it'll, she'll come down from heaven. Uh huh. And uh, you know, being flown by a little bluebird and shit. You know. Right. So uh, I, I, I don't. I have. I have no idea. So important points for uh, UASF or any any hard fork, any possibility, because you know, oh well, maybe it won't happen, but there's a distinct possibility it could. So first and foremost, control your own Bitcoin, people. Do not leave it on an exchange. You're gonna lecture people. Yes. So I'm so, gonna lecture people. Damn it! They didn't listen for. Well, Gox. hold on, hold on. We are. We are. <laughs> we are. Planning on doing this podcast more regularly. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of time before. Yeah, but I'll totally lecture them every time if okay. given the opportunity. Right. <laughs> Just, I mean, in general, right. if you're not planning yeah. on actively trading, don't leave your coins out on an exchange because you don't know what their policy is. You don't know what they're going to do. You don't know if they're going to lose your shit. You don't know a whole lot. Mount, Mount Gox is back online. They can't be hacked again, so you can leave them there. They learn from their mistakes. Of course. Um. So, uh, just that being said, that's just good general knowledge. Like, if 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 we do get to like uh, UASF, <laughs> the guest says Ruja will come and say she's Satoshi. <laughs> How do we know she's not? Oh God! If, if, if Ruja was Satoshi, <laughs> so, I quit Bitcoin. Like yeah, right now. No, the, no, me too. <laughs> the only person I know is not Satoshi is me. Okay, for you, sure, you may be Satoshi. For what if you have a split personality and you're oh Fight oh, Club scenario. Tyler Durden or like Split <laughs> the movie? Maybe Tyler Durden is Satoshi. Tyler Durden, yeah. maybe like when you look no. in the mirror, you see no, like Brad Pitt. He's I too wish. busy and- running. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's too busy running. Uh, what is it? Zero. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tyler Durden. Yeah, the yeah. whole yeah that, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that guy. The cool version of you is going to come out and uh, claim to be Satoshi. And, yeah. I will be disappointed if UASF does win out this whole thing. I will not sell all my Bitcoins. So, I yeah. will not do that. I will just say, listen, I was wrong. I will come on here and I will say I'm a I'm an idiot and I was wrong. And so I... It, I will continue forward with the priesthood. If That's it, fine. If it does, if it does split, I'm, I'm not going to sell any of my coins on either chain. I, I, I don't think I'm going to do that. I, you know, I'm not going to take a side, um, and unless it becomes apparent one is just like absolutely dying and it's like dead. I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm so far behind in how much Bitcoin I have. I want to flip a coin and take a gamble. That's my strategy. Maybe wait, wait, a 100 percent gamble. Yeah, a 100 percent gamble. It's all or nothing. You don't Double your one. money, or that's that's one way to play it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have I don't have much to lose. I'm, yeah. Uh, so I'm, we're, I'm where are we off the? Let's get off this 148 stuff. All yeah. right. Depressing. Well, well. <laughs> uh, let's see. Resurgence of old bips into the collective consensus, such as adaptive block size. Do you want to even want to talk about that? Or? Yeah, I just right. I, I've been having arguments with people on Reddit. I know that's stupid of me to do something like that, but because. Um, you know, Reddit's just a cornucopia of retardation sometimes. And trolling. But um, so, Usually on our Bitcoin or where you at? Well, whenever I see adaptive block size, I feel the need to re- either read and or respond because that's my BIP, <laughs> for God's sakes. Um, but I have interacted with people. And oh, <laughs> I, know, I know where you're going with this. People saying you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, I kind of do because kind of wrote the BIP myself and... Although people attribute Stephen, it, it was his idea. A lot of the ideas came from me too, because we had to refine his idea and implement the idea as well. So I things still, were, it's still my favorite, know. honestly. Yeah, I mean, and but my point simple. is, what I tell people is, when they start arguing with me and calling me a jackass or whatever, I just say, listen, the the real problem here is not spam on the network, because people use that term spam on the Bitcoin network, and I'm like, that's fundamentally wrong. Like, there is no spam on the Bitcoin network. Your transaction will either get mined or it will not get mined. And if it gets mined, then you're paying for that per the market, you know, the fee market. And so I said the real problem with yeah, what I we're know. dealing with. Yeah, it's very, very, that's, it's almost like you feel like you're better than someone else to call their transaction a scam, uh, spam. Exactly. It's a transaction. It's a, you're, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you're, you're only sending $50. I mean, no that's, well, you well, can't do well, that. Well, it's that's not even worth it, you know. That's, well, yeah. not even that. Think about the think about the graffiti uh, sending to a sending to a a public address that no one owns. Yeah, and, and, and writing like, graffiti, they're like yeah. making the address say a word. Well, right. see, that's the thing yeah. is there right. is a market. I mean, even if there's there's block space, there's a market. It's just a much looser, looser market, right? You know? you, and so I, I I say really the problem is not that we have an opposite problem. The opposite problem is the fact that fifty eight percent of the entire blockchain cannot be spent at this moment in time. Yeah, the UTXOs. You basically have Roach Motel money. You send money. You, you possibly can't get your goddamn money out of there, right? So. Um, and the it, only way to re- rem- remedy that is to have a massive, like, uh, uh, time in history where block uh, transactions will be real cheap, where you can combine yeah. those UTXOs. Right. Essentially. Well, if fees yeah, never, I mean, if fees never go down, there's also they're the stuck chance for, they're you're, stuck you're just gonna have continual. Think about all the times, like, 
Like I, I know myself, I've sent one dollar to people, right? And, and, they I, can't and now I'm wondering, can they even move no, those? Never, no. <laughs> they would have to spend I know, I know, money because so I know Bitcoin doubled and tripled since I gave well, it to them. It but matter. but is that if the transaction three fee is more than three dollars and they can't move it, or if they do move it, they're only moving like ten cents? Here's after the, the problem, fee, right? though. This it's even worse than that because if we go prolonged with these long high fees for a long period of time, you know, people are not going to give a shit when they ditch a wallet. Since they can't move it over, they're just going to leave it where it is, and then they won't even have access to it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because by the time you're able to do it, because right now, if it's like, if it's fifteen or twenty cents, yeah, it's teeny tiny well, little I amounts. Think, it may grow to be like five hundred dollars one day, but honestly, they're not going to give hey, a shit well, about th- that. But here's the thing: hold on, it's like that's still a UTXO that takes up space on the blockchain forever, even right. if it's a tiny little insignificant amount. It takes up space forever. <laughs> so right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would think of it like you see change on the ground, and like at what point do you not? Oh, I don't need to pick up a nickel. I don't need to pick up a dime. Right. You know, if inflation happens or whatever yeah, exactly. in ours, it's almost like now if I see like a quarter, I might not even pick that up. Right, but you know, but you know what I mean. Case, it's like, in this case, yeah. not picking up a quarter is ditching your private keys. A, I was gonna make a crude comment about <laughs> what we were talking about earlier about you celebrating a certain religion. Oh no, talk <laughs> about my Jewish. I was like, you're not going to pick up a quarter. Even I would pick up a quarter. Oh, no. That was all hypothetical. <laughs> okay. I'm picking up pennies, dude. <laughs> okay. So, I'm yeah. not calling you cheap or anything. I, I don't pick up pennies because... I don't pick like, up pennies. I throw pennies away. If I, if I was a true if I was a true 100% Jew, you know, I'm you not, I'm not, I'm oh, not 100%. Okay. You're, you're saying that your other non-degoy side yeah. wouldn't do it. I'm only 25% Jewish. Okay. I only pick but up... Your, but your money... I only, only put, pick up like 25%... Of the change I see on the ground. Ah, that's where the... Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it's a quarter then. Quarters and up. So you'd pick much, up yeah. a dollar, so you'd pick up a quarter because that's 25% of the dollar. All right, let's keep going. Okay, anyway. Right. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know. The UTXO sets a problem. It's going to get worse. It is a problem because I... So if well, you're it's talk- a problem if you want to hold it in memory versus disk. No, no, um, no. We're talking about uh, people getting their money stolen. I, I could say. Oh, theft. sorry, sorry. I thought you meant. I thought you were talking about just like it's going to be there forever after you abandon it. No, you're that's talking what I was about. Talking you're about. talking about saving the small amounts and yeah. And people them. are like, yeah. well, well, like who cares? Is a dollar? Is a dollar? It's like, dude, you. I don't want to bring this up, but like, not everybody's as rich as everybody else. Like, what if you? What if you save? If you're if you're a very modest saver. And maybe you only make a dollar a day. You get paid at the end of the day, and you get a dollar. And or, or, about like, you, or you live in a shit part of the world. <laughs> well, I think that's what he's talking about. If yeah. you're making a dollar a day, yeah, right. You know, if like, and and you're kind of screwing yourself if you buy, like, let's say you're you're a third world country person and you're buying ten dollars at a time or something. Well, and that's like on chain somehow. I don't know like how you'd be doing it, but let's say you're doing ten dollars at a time on chain. Well. I mean, in, in like, a, what, a couple months from now, you very well could be eaten up alive by fees completely. Right. You try to make a transaction and you actually have, your actually output is negative. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm spending all my money and take, actually... You have to take a loan to send, to, 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 send, to, to burn build, your money. Actually, yeah. effectively, that's that's kind of what the Lightning you gotta Network take a, is. You got to take a loan you know, to, to throw your money away. Well, if you think about it, if, if you don't have any space, if you don't have any space on the main chain, you know, because you, 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 know, you have to pay this massive transaction to establish a payment channel, right? So you're going to have to effectively kind of take out a loan <laughs> in order to spend your goddamn money, right? Exactly. <laughs> and that's pretty sad. I mean, yeah. That's interesting. I never thought about people taking out loans to close a payment channel. Well, to open it. Just no, to open it. No, no, it. I'm talking about closing it. Yeah. 
Well, the open and close. I mean, you pay, right? No, like, no, you wouldn't. No, I think I'm more. I, I think so, it's so more say, interesting say what you, you said about taking out a loan to get your money out of the. Oh yeah, network. to get it out of the. But I mean, do you because even, do because you, then, so if you can't if spend it on you, chain, if so I loan, hold on, okay. if I loan you money, and I know you have x amount of money locked up into a payment channel i know you can pay me back if i loan you oh, that money true, yeah if i loan you money to put in a payment channel oh, then that's okay that's true. just like some kind of loan i'm thinking it's an interesting use case to be the loan person <laughs> to loan so so what, what is the scenario <laughs> say we have a hundred dollar fees and you want to open a channel with 50 bucks because you want to spend money for some reason you know you just want to spend some money so the only way to do that now is to open a lightning network channel right to spend any money what's whatsoever you can't do that because the the value of the channel is less than transaction fee to open it i know so, but you wouldn't be the one opening the channel my, right so so yeah somebody else would open it on your behalf I, that's what i'm saying is you would have to take a loan for the money that's required to open I, I, the channel have, so you could spend it i have such a I have, like, I have such a guilty like like pleasure that i want which is i want to like if we did keep one megabyte blocks how high would transaction fees go before they found uh equilibrium where people were just like no did where were they well what's no is no just dropping bitcoin and going to use ethereum or no just like no more after 10 after 10 you know x amount uh you know bytes per satoshis that's what i'm talking about well, we talked right, about but this i mean what, what do you time. define no i, I know but I'm, I'm curious to know what that would be i don't i think I think Adam like, Back, like long term. Adam Back spoke about this, and yeah, he, he said one hundred dollars. He said, uh, and we have whales out there that are more than happy to pay a hundred dollars. I'm sure you do. And fill up the blockchain with that. Now, would they do that permanently when people start abandoning it? Would they? Right, exactly. Because people sell. I mean, not everybody's whales, but if everybody sells, then and then there's the, the network becomes worthless. The well, what they're what these whales are looking for. These whales right? are looking for security on the network, right? Once you see miners, and you see the hash rate starting to drop because miners are like, "Nah, this isn't worth it anymore." Then it's over. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, basically, I mean, I mean, it, it depends on your perspective. I mean, I I tend to agree that hash rate in, in this instance is, is king. You know, that's what gives Bitcoin the security, and the only thing that makes it king shit is because its hash rate is so much superior to everything else out there. Right. Right? Without without that, there you know, that's the value proposition. Right. And 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 apparently it's all about users, it's not about miners. Right? Even though people are stroking checks for 100 million dollars to spin up a big mining operation. Well, yeah, they, I guess they don't invest guess, anything into the actual ecosystem. I guess those guys are evil, face. right? They so, just they just hold and speculate. So so to end this topic, what's your advice to our listeners? Our Let's see, seven hundred listeners right now. Um, what's your advice to our listeners on their UTXOs? Oh, thank you very much. Okay, the moment we get to okay, get ready because the moment we have expanded capacity, either through Segwit, which is not really expanded capacity, not not in the short term, but especially when we get the two meg hard fork, if we get that, hopefully, is have sweep your wallets. Like, make sure you only have one UTXO at the end of that. Which is which is very scary to me to think about only having one UTXO because that means one private key. And if you have less than like a hundred bucks in there, you might as well just liquidate, and just sell because you don't want to be stuck holding the bag and like not be able to get your money out of this Roach Motel. Well, stuff. hold on. If if you have a hundred dollars worth, and you know maybe it becomes two hundred dollars, but if Bitcoin quadruples, then yeah, I get it, that, it, but, it, you know, I, I get that. I just don't want you I, to have your savings eaten up by all these fees. Yeah, right? okay. All right, um, let's, let's, 
Did you did you want to say something? Okay. Well, um, yeah, that's a that's a, that's a really good point. I mean, it's just that that goes along with holding on to your own funds, especially when you go like a the hard fork. When 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 that space comes around, because we're we're I don't think people seem to realize is that fees are not going up in a linear fashion. Exactly. Uh, fees are going up right well, now. Well, either is the price. Well, exactly. So if if as long as they're both tracking, then as long as that means bytes and satoshis stay. The, or or you're talking about. Satoshi's per byte is, yeah. is elliptical. Okay. Yeah, no, Satoshi's yeah, that's not byte. good. That's not good. That actually needs to be flat. Yeah, well, yeah, that. Well, I mean, it, 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 actually, I mean, it should I mean, be negative for a while. But <laughs> no, no. If, if if the if the elliptical curve is going up and that's flat, then that means you're still paying more. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you would imagine the fee would go down if the price went well, it's, up it's, spikes, it's, but it's not true because it's like you know we're so it's definitely increasing at, at an exponential rate as far as the fee per byte. I mean, it's very, very early. It's almost imperceptible. It looks linear, but I, I don't think it is. I, as, as long as block size stays static. Uh, and, you know, I, I think a certain subset thinks that's perfectly acceptable. Um, and then maybe there's a homeostatic point where it will, will balance itself out. I don't think that there is. I think that there is, but it's far higher than a usable network can sustain. Right, and a lot of people don't understand that their 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 wallet balance is not really their wallet balance, right? Yeah, it's the combined UTXOs. Right. And so you really wallet. need so to, most people don't to... realize they have a giant. Hey, let me UTXO let me ask set. you a question, Chris. And this is my you know newbie opinion on how I would do it, but the way to to the way to sweep. Mm-hmm. On like a normal user on a normal wallet would just yeah. be send the entire amount to one address. Yep, yeah. that would do it. So, so simple, simple, stupid. You would just send if I have if I have uh, two Bitcoin, I would send two Bitcoin to this address and pay right. the fee. It would ha- it would help to know how many UTXOs you have that way. If See, you already have does, one, you don't. You how know many I mean? wallets show well, you your outstanding yeah. UTXOs? That's, that's that's true. Yeah, but but typically, I would imagine people don't. Most people have at least. More than more than one, because if yeah. if you've ever received one payment and you've only received one payment, then you only have one. <laughs> well, it's so funny because yeah. I remember years ago we were talking about merge avoidance <sighs> and you know never ever merge sets from multiple because it it it, it reveals now we're doing your identity. it out of, now out it's of, like don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's like it's now you're doing it out of necessity. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people have see. This small, is a conspiracy for the government to have everyone. Combine all their UTXOs into one UTXO so they can uh, monitor you more. Yeah. It's a shame we couldn't ask the rest of those questions. I was really more, uh, when we were having the interview earlier. I, we'll, I was, we'll we'll get back to it. Yeah, we'll have to. That's uh, another conspiracy. I love that one. That's like my new that? favorite. Which one? <laughs> Wait, which one? I just I'm, I'm good at coming up with conspiracies, man. Did you? The new conspiracies that the government per- per- perpetrated the fee market so that they could so find that, out so that, who has what. So, oh, that's their game. <laughs> Bastards. And were and were there paid shills to tell everyone? To yeah, t- yeah. I worked for the. Oh, my company has apparently uh, been told by FinCEN to not support uh, Bit One Forty Eight. Well, that's according to Trace Meyer. Yeah. Or, well, he may have. We just don't know, right? Yeah, we just we just don't know. <laughs> we what, just don't know. We just don't know what FinCEN is telling people. So, ha- is has FinCEN told you? No, not no? me personally. Oh, oh, but but your boss then. Yeah. I it's, I all right. Uh, so speaking not. of your boss, <laughs> Stephen Pear was all over RBTC talking about eight megabyte blocks, but this was like recent-ish. Yeah. Nice. He's yeah. still talking about eight megabyte blocks. Yes, because one of the things about Segwit 2x is you can effectively get a, 
a near eight megabyte. Oh, right. because four because times two. Four times two. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's that's some room though. That'll you know I know it's not did, much, but right. So I know you listen to Adam Meister. Yeah. Did you did you see the fluffy pony uh, hate that he was talking about? He was a scammer because of the fake news. That funny, oh, uh, I, that funny, yeah, like, yeah, that. Oh, did you think? I thought it was, I thought hilarious. It was hilarious. I thought it was so funny that you talked it. about the the Monero uh, Alliance, like they were making fun of the Ethereum Alliance or whatever. Yeah, I was talking about it at lunch, and I, I cracking Steven up because I was like, we put the fun in fungibility. <laughs> I was like, he was laughing. <laughs> no, but but I mean the whole. Did you watch the? No, I never saw. I was on the cruise, and I I didn't okay, see okay. that. I, I heard it's, about it. It's it's not it. So I mean. So maybe maybe uh, major narrow announcement tomorrow. Yeah, that was oh, that's kind of, a that hell was, of a troll. That was kind of a dick move right there, right? Yeah. Tell people I got. Something. Dude, I know people that are legit mad about that. They're so pissed off. But I mean, it's it's. I do think it's interesting. It's interesting that Fluffy. Um, I did see the response. I didn't see the actual thing, but I think it's interesting that uh, Fluffy pointed out the hypocrisy. Just the fact that. All of this shit is driven on pure base speculation based on, you know, bullshit on Twitter. I know. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, just being able to move the market like that tells you, okay, everybody's bullshit. We have a little bit of irrational exuberance. A little bit. I mean, but I mean, that's going to be persistent. And people are going to lose money and they're going to go to the government to ask for them to. I to just can't believe. To- okay. So we're not going to address the bull run. I mean, <laughs> wait, hold on, everybody. All right, you ready for this? I don't think he's going to care. I can, like, so see Fluffy, like, narrating this shit. <laughs> when I saw Monero Ethereum Alliance. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, hold on. Let me pause it right here. Samsung, Samsung, Microsoft, JP you know Morgan, you know JP really, Morgan. <laughs> you know, it's really a micro, Microsoft at one point. Yeah, Microsoft really, Micro had City, a software. City company. Group, <laughs> Barclays, Barclays, City yeah. Group. Uh, yeah, I thought H, HC, HBC. No, so I think like the. Uh, when, I mean, when you're first like watching this, like oh, it's it's just so. It's like I can just imagine Dude, Fluffy narrating this. Well, yeah. 
what gets me is the, the, the girl over the wheat fields. It's like, that's such a cliche. Yeah, that's like, okay. So we're, I guess we're doing gladiator things now. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's awesome. Uh, I, yeah, that was really funny. I, I would have laughed my ass off had I seen that. In well, real I mean, time. this is like right when the Ethereum Alliance is getting huge, right? Yeah. So it's, but that's, I, I thought that's, it was real. That's funny. And, and, and the best part, Monero more than doubled. Hey, put me back on camera. Oh. <laughs> there you go. So Monero more than doubled. Yeah. Bon Wait. And, oh, well. and Adam Meister gave him so much shit for it, which I, I couldn't believe. I, I think of anything, this is this proves that people are stupid. Yeah. I, I, I'd be inclined to agree. I mean, this is just like. Like people are, people are gullible. I think that if anything, this there is, is this is wait. No, there's it's it's there's no there's no basis on fundamentals anymore. It's all just buzz. It's, yeah, it's and just hype. Like, it's and, just like people telling people to buy a basket of cryptocurrencies. Like, don't tell people to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I heard some legit people saying you should have you should have a little of each. It's like, oh yeah, I should have a little of dog well, poop, a little yeah, of cat poop, each. a little of. You know what I mean? It's like no. Well, I'm all for no. diversification. Honestly, I'm all for diversification. Yeah, but, but diversification like, into you know, non-shit coins. There's like, right? yeah, yeah. Well, see, that's the thing is you you study up on them and yes. find the ones that aren't shit. You and know? if you can't do that, ask somebody that you trust, like Michael B. Casey. Even did. even then, though, even then, <laughs> there's too much shit to read. That's what I find these days. Well, I, it's I mean, getting that's, exponentially that's, bigger. That's why every I, yeah, six but, months but here's it the doubles. Part. It's like <laughs> I started the Atlanta blockchain because yeah. of that. Yeah, and I was I way underestimated yeah, how much like this was gonna like blow up into things you can't even research anymore. Oh, it's it's, it's gotten so big. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 too much out there. I mean, but I mean, I mean, I mean, think about it. Thing, Wait, hold actually, on, think about it. it. Evidence proves where there's specific meetups now for individual blockchain projects. I know, like yeah, like Dash. Hyperledger, like those have came up, you know. That's just recently too, yeah. Yeah, I mean like it's da getting Dash so has been big. around. Dash Meetup was yeah. around for what, like four or five months. Yeah, but and, but it's gotten Hyperledger so big. Just started. Yeah, but it's gotten <laughs> so big now, like the blockchain word in the blockchain space, where you can actually specialize now. Well, yeah, like I'm, I'm hearing, group, I'm which hearing is a lot. More. Kind of yeah. funny, like it's, yeah. I think, but I think yours will always be the biggest and oh, the best. Oh, thank you. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not blowing smoke. Ours always it's has good. been. The Our, ours, ours, ours will have the, the the most hash rate. Proof exactly. proof of proof of blocks. Well, the Atlanta blockchain is even bigger than the Bitcoin. The Atlanta Bitcoin. Now it is. Yeah. Like finally. I think well, they, they gave don't up. Do anything in Atlanta I Bitcoin think they anymore? Yeah. It's like, dude, we can't compete with those guys. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. no. I'm those, sure it was a big competition. <laughs> I, I love those guys. I've been part of that group. Yeah, like, Scott Driscoll. Since since Tony ran it. Well, Richard. Yeah. Well, Scott um, Scott kind of dropped out, so he's got really really busy with oh, okay. the VR stuff. So um, was uh, it Robert that the other guy? Uh, Richard Richard Clark Richard Clark and, Clark and, and, and um, Scott Driscoll mainly. Scott Driscoll and well, it was Jordan, but he left. So I guess it's just Richard Clark. I don't really know who Jordan that's, is. But. Uh, that's why. Uh, yeah, he he moved away. But those were the three Anyways. that kept it running after after BitPay stopped sponsoring it, and uh, eventually, like uh, you know, I'm glad you know you started Tab Atlanta Blockchain. Because if you hadn't, I mean, we probably wouldn't have a scene anymore, which is good. Yeah. I mean, well, like, well, anyways, good. it sounds like no one disagrees with me with Fluffy Pony doing this. I didn't think I thought it was hilarious, and even though, yeah, there's a lot of money being thrown around. I think if anything, this proves a point. So I think no yeah. one really disagrees. Well, um, I, I, I could never, see if somebody um, if somebody just like fell for the tweet hype and just bought it. They majorly, still made money. Well, 
Well, it depends on when they sold. <laughs> uh, they would have to really <laughs> figure out a way to time it where they sold at the very, very... What's uh, you know what's good about I don't, I don't I'm know. Just, like, I'm just trying to if, think of the scenario. Yeah. What's good yeah. about this is nothing should ever be a secret to be announced in this space because everything no, you is should open know about source. it well ahead of time. Everything's yeah. open source. Everything is you know out in the open, and if it is a surprise, you don't want to be investing in that. See, I would say there are surprises, but of. there aren't <laughs> secrets because the only reason it's a surprise is because you you don't keep up with that particular area, right? You know? Exactly, <laughs> which is why it's not a surprise, right? Well, so. Yeah. I'm, you I'm, go to the people who know that coin, and you ask them what's going what's going on with that. Right, I'm kind of chronologically going down as I wrote stuff throughout the the last couple of weeks. Uh, I went to so I went to Hawaii, like I told, like I announced earlier. Went there for two weeks, and while I was there, I went to the Honolulu Bitcoin Meetup Group, was which that? was awesome. I met Happy George, which, uh, in my opinion, was made famous through Krista Rose's uh, Bitcoin Uncensored when he went to Thailand after pretty much the split up when he went to Thailand. Uh, he hung out with this guy who was a pretty apparently an awesome crazy maniac cool guy i don't know and i i met him for a little bit i was like dude i know you through you know bitcoin so uncensored bitcoin retired uh yeah pretty much um and then he wanted me to go to ukraine with him to do like crazy stuff i was like uh i'm going home i love how that's a term now bitcoin retired <laughs> yeah um so that was cool i also met one of the investors in block um who? And just talking, uh, I I have his business card and I have a couple of emails, but I forgot his name. Um, but but I mean, I, it was just cool to like meet, you know, actual like it wasn't just fanboys. It was like people really, you know, in my opinion, doing stuff. Interestingly enough, the person who runs the meetup group does local bitcoins full time. So I, I thought oh, that was yeah. interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she does local bitcoins full time in, she the, from, in uh, Honolulu. She Okay, she lives in Honolulu. Yeah. See, I imagine that that'd be a good place to try to buy and sell bitcoins locally because you got a lot of tourists well, coming in. Well, here's another thing: they can't use GDAX. They can't use Coinbase. That's true because yeah. Hawaii's got those those regulations, yeah. huh? So local bitcoins, I think, is the only you way know, you can get Bitcoin. I'm not sure if it's the only way, but I, it makes me wonder how she got her Bitcoin. She probably you can get Bitstamp you know, and all that, right? Can you? She's getting it smuggled in from. <laughs> <laughs> Smuggled from, the from Japan, J- the Japanese, <laughs> Japanese, the Japanese uh, that'd be citizens. Hilarious. No, but, <laughs> it'd be but, hilarious if you like keistered a, uh, yeah, like but, a blo- like a public, like a paper wallet. You keister a paper wallet. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you're smuggling in a Bitcoin. Yeah. What are you doing? You know you don't. Uh, you don't have to. Wait do a minute. That. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, keister. Is that like a prison wallet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's your that's your cold storage prison wallet. Yeah. It's well, only actually, safe here. Well, it's at 98.6 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, anyways, yeah, make sure um, it's made of something sturdy, I guess. You don't, yeah. want, you don't want that ink smudging. Oh, that'd be bad. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so that was a real... a brain wallet up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, All right, sorry. <laughs> okay, so... I, I have a question back to you, Mike. Yeah. Did you see uh uh anything bitcoin related or blockchain related on your trip not a thing not a damn thing so when yeah. i was on uh so i went on a boat um and they're doing like pictures and the guy made an announcement over the speaker where he was like hey i accept pretty much any form of payment uh credit cards uh, visa master you know blah blah, blah cash even like a, a wire transfer and he said he also accepts uh bitcoin you know and you know you know, I was like, whoa, I've, this guy accepts Bitcoin directly. Um, 
so I, I decided, hey, you know, I'll spend the you know forty bucks and and get my pictures of me like snorkeling and stuff. Um, I said, hey, I want to you know use a Bitcoin as payment. No, uh-uh. <laughs> always buy back. No, I I I, I, pr- I probably never buy back. I just yeah. Anyways, um, he said. <gasps> Over the whole like year and a half, I've been saying Bitcoin. You're the first person, <laughs> the first person. <laughs> to ever to ever take me up on that offer. So I was, I was the first person to ever like try to spend Bitcoin on the boat. We are in a bit of a bubble, I would say, and not just in the bull run sense. Uh, I, I would say we are a bit of a bubble because I mean, every day, you know, I, at least I, I don't know about you guys, but I yeah. talk about it literally <laughs> every day. Um, and, and so it's, it's just so weird to, to, to see there's still like a lot of people who've, who've never even heard of it or have yeah. heard of it, but never yeah. learned anything about it, which is, we still have a lot of layers of this Ponzi to pump. Huh? Exactly. I mean, we're, we're very, very, very high up in the pyramid at this point. Yeah. <laughs> wait, even, wait, uh, even you can be part of the top of the pyramid. You. Yeah. Life changing money. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh God. Should we talk about Oh no! Uh, all right. So, um, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? One more thing about who I am, Bitcoin. But I lost track. Was there people selling it on the beach? Mm. Drawstring. Oh no, the stuff? guy. So the guy on the boat who was taking the pictures with yeah. like the waterproof cameras and all that. Yeah. I was like, so when did you get in? And I was thinking, expecting him to say like, oh, last year, you know, this year, whatever. And he says, uh, 2011. Jesus. And I'm like. So, so, so we're using Silk Road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yep, <laughs> yep, I was using Silk Road. And I'm really mad at myself for not holding any of the Bitcoin no, back then. Nobody using Silk Road held any of that. Dude, shit. he apparently, now, apparently in 2011, he had, you know, several hundred so, Bitcoin. So this is, this that, is what I know. heard. Like even now, people who use it for illicit services, they typically buy right before they spend it. And, you know, they don't yeah, buy any more. But he didn't, hel- he didn't hold any of his Bitcoin. Of course not. No, but spending on drugs. But he started. <laughs> but he started buying back last year. Oh yeah. Um, for investment purposes. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. but I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, a lot of people. I've actually met a, a large number of people that if they had held on to their their Bitcoin, would have saved. So a so here's a here's another topic that came up over the last couple of weeks was Ross Overtrich got a. He got denied completely, it seems like. So he's not getting out of jail. He's like life in prison. I find that wholly unsurprising, honestly. I mean, that's... I, I was I was thinking he I was thinking he, maybe, you know, he would have a chance for continuously doing parole or whatever, but... No. Yeah. no so, so, Dread Pirate Roberts and Ross Ulbricht in his writings and speech, you can tell at least for yeah. the parts that he and this wrote is, manifest. This is some stuff I did not know about that you told me. Well, I he was... A couple he, days ago. he flouted just the government and, you know, uh, and, and basically, you know, he's basically the entire time that he was running the Silk Road or his parts in it or whatever, he's basically like mooning them you know what I mean? Big fuck you. And, yeah, you remember yeah. the whole. That's why Chuck Schumer brought up. Yeah, because he, he he basically said you guys are never going to catch me. You're too stupid. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and he said that. And yeah. on top of that, you know, he wrote these manifestos about power to the people, revolution, and you know what I mean. Yeah. And so, of course, you get him in front of a judge, and you know damn good and sure they're going to make an example out of it. They're going to show no leniency. It wouldn't even matter if he pled guilty. It, it, he would get the max sentence. And and that's just, you know, that's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, another interesting thing that happened, I think it was like one week or two weeks ago or whatever, but 
or maybe like yesterday. It's it's so hard to gauge time nowadays with blockchain. Everything's just a big blur, you know, blur. And like everything that happened yesterday is like, like everything that happened last week is so irrelevant. And everything that happened yesterday is like the whole world now. So, uh, but anyways, Tether went to uh, went over a dollar. That and, was and, interesting. And at, and uh, and at a time, Tether was trading lower because there's like uh, scares of uh, insolvency, which y'all both were wrong. No, about, we're not right? wrong. We're just not wrong yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, y'all are both wrong in my opinion. <laughs> okay. Y'all both thought that um, what was the exchange? Uh, Bitfinex. Bitfinex. Bitfinex was. I still gonna think. gonna release. You know, like hey, yeah. uh, sorry guys, this is the second time we're saying. Anyways, I yeah. think they didn't have any issues. It was they were being honest because it seems like um, Tether was trading lower, but now it's trading at a premium, or it was trading at a premium. And I thought that was really interesting because why would you ever uh, buy BitUSD or whatever or this this Tether stuff if uh, you know it'd never appreciate? And most people getting into blockchain are looking to make sick gains, not just hold their money like like stable. And uh, I had people. Did you want? So my theory for why it went up. Well, I have the reason. Oh, well, whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I, why, I just, just want to tell my story. So okay. So um, so I, I tweeted about it, and I had like some suspicions, um, on like why you know it was, why it was happening, and I think uh, let's see, my my suspicions was let's see, I don't know, probably like something with like uh illegally doing something something I gosh i can't remember my suspicion my, my suspicion was i, I agree what maybe, you maybe. heard is more plausible but my suspicion was that uh people were selling a lot of currencies on poloniex when the only thing you can you know if you're trying to cash out into quasi fiat the only thing that is dollars is usdt um because they don't they don't do any fiat on poly but uh, yeah, I, I like the explanation that that they came up with better. Well, hold on. If uh, it's always arbitrage, right? Let's see. My my theory uh, uh, first was people think people thought we were in a bubble and they wanted to protect their wealth and evade taxes. So my my initial thought was okay, maybe people are buying tether because it's actually going to be more reliable. If a big bubble comes and crashes, tether won't really go down and. And price. That's what my initial thought was when I saw Tether at a trading at a premium. Yeah, I, know, okay? I wouldn't think that. No, I mean that was just my initial thought. I was like, oh, people are seeing Tether as a as like a way to preserve their wealth, and they don't want to cash out to fiat because they don't want to pay taxes. So I was like, okay, maybe that's why. And then Leon Fu uh, here is saying uh, people in third world countries are buying USD, and he's talked to them personally. I don't know how much percent of that like is like because of you know, a premium on that price, but it seems like the main reason why there's a bump in prices kind of maybe like what you're saying is, um, there's, there's a big, um, uh, you know, difference between the Bitfinex price and GDAX, for instance, it's yeah, like a hundred dollar difference. It has leveled out. Now. <clears throat> it's true. Yeah. But, but think about it. Yeah. Think about this. There's a 4% difference in price and Tether was trading at dollar four. Yeah. So it's like 4%. almost like yeah. perfectly it's, it's just moved into it, it perfectly yeah. filled that that arbitrage uh, efficiency or whatever. It's still yeah. which is interesting because I would I mean that's that's people will find ways to to do arbitrage. Well, I mean I if, you, really if you if you can find yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a great arbitrage path if you can find a way to get rid of the tether. Yeah. <laughs> right. And the fact and the, and the mere fact that you have a b- difference in price is not good. 
because there are people that have been doing the arbitrage game for many, many years. Yeah, but they're bots. But think about this. Yes. But think about this. The <laughs> the, the the arbitrage was done through the lowest barrier of of whatever was easiest, which was yeah. instead of the price of Bitcoin changing, the price of Tether changed, which was interesting. Yeah, they're gonna do yeah. whatever they can do. Uh, I right? just thought it was interesting. Um, another another thing that happened was Patientoria Atlanta, a healthcare blockchain company. Um, and I met the CEO uh, a while back. We did a, a like a split presentation where she presented and I presented. Um, Patient Tory raised $7.2 million. And I was really surprised. Um, not that they raised the money because all the ICOs are raising money. But I was really surprised on what they're doing, which was an ICO on private Ethereum. Um, so is it so, like EA? So all, all, their, all their you know platform is on private Ethereum. Mm-hmm. But they have an... ICO token, which yeah um, is going to I think I be used on their not. private system as well. I would wow no <laughs> no I'm, I'm just saying people are able to raise seven point two million dollars with that's uh, that is incredible a, that is in my opinion incredible. it's incredible it's primarily a hot industry and a hot technology. oh yeah well yeah so what that says is apparently uttering the words blockchain, blockchain will get you seven point two million dollars and healthcare no and healthcare you, you need have to health- say both yeah okay well then there you go three point five million uh, per te- or uh, three point six million per yeah blockchain healthcare machine learning boom AI. That's, that's, yeah, that's that's ten that's ten million, million right there uh, yeah. IOT AI IOT AI yeah so that's fifteen million yeah. right there yeah. we got our next we got our next uh, ICO um, they're so, cutting your check right now. <laughs> so, so pretty much that's all the news that I thought was interesting over the last couple. You need to start writing more notes. Why well, didn't Chris didn't, has been doing well? I don't know. Chris, I, Chris is the young buck who's been making a a good, you know, a I good never showing. write notes. Well, you know, I it, just talk extemporaneously. <laughs> uh, one interesting thing happened. You met Ashton Kutcher. I did. Yeah. First famous person I've ever met in my whole life. Besides, Besides you. Yeah. Dude, where's my coin? Yeah, it was interesting. Aston Kutcher <laughs> is um, an investor in BitPay, among other ones. The guy's insanely rich at this point because he was an early investor in Uber and Airbnb and those kinds of companies. Yeah, right? he was the dumbest on that 70s show. And he ended up he's being the smartest, smartest investor. Well, no, he's, he's a very he's smart guy. very, very savvy. He's, Especially um, in the tech space. He's got a good eye for what's going what's gonna to take off. He's very reserved. Like, he's a lot more reserved than I thought. He's a lot more shy kind of person. He doesn't really, you know, if you if you go, sup, like that, he won't say anything back to you kind of thing. It's kind of crazy like that. But he's um he's really smart. He's uh, he's He wanted to ask us more questions than we wanted to ask him. That's and, interesting. Um, it's pretty interesting like that. So what does that mean? Like, hey, how are you doing today? What's your favorite color? No, he's just like. like what, he's what do you like, mean? Um, like, what? well, it was kind of like weird like because AI and stuff, right? Or, you know. <laughs> it's a small company, and there's not many. There's, a, you know, he's right in front of me, right? He's like, um, Stephen's like, hey, um, you know, we got Ashton here. He's Ashton, 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 Ashton. Ashton. Just say, say it real. That. Just say it really quick, and it doesn't matter. Anyway, he's like, um, why don't you why don't you introduce yourself? And we're all like. Yeah, we know who he is. Like, <laughs> like, like, Wait a minute, Steven said that? <laughs> yeah, he's like... That's hilarious. We're like, uh, yeah, the guy from the movies. Like, we <laughs> know who you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. the guy from the shows. He did He did Two and a Half Men and Seventy Show and a handful of movies. I think that was it for TV, yeah. but So, yeah, so people were asking... the movie after that. He's like, yeah. But he was like, yeah, um, yeah, we're 
you know, this is how he basically talked about how he got into investing. So he took his old, his company, he and, he and another guy um, took 10 million. Well, they took their own money and they invested in like Uber and stuff. And then people said, whoa, you, you got golden touch there, kid. And they gave his company $10 million to invest. So that was his first foray. And he turned that into $330 million. Oh, that sounds easy. It's well, only like, I mean, in relative terms of blockchain, that's uh, that's like a nice little, you know, month in uh, altcoins, right? Yeah. Well, so then he, um, he's got a new company he's investing in. He's big time now with that. But we, you know, he talked about how he got into Bitcoin and like Silk Road. No, I'm trying I'm, to I'm think. Um, I'm trying to think how he. Well, he knew. Oh, I think he met Tony. I think he met Tony somewhere, and then Tony was doing the. Tony's the just an outstanding person, like Man, an outstanding doing, person. To he was to, doing the rounds in the early days. You mean like charismatic? Yeah, what do you mean? Like he's just like I've heard so many good things about people saying, "Oh, I." Got into cryptocurrency because I met this guy Tony Gallippi. You know, it's like well, oh, no, shit. he's congenial and he's, he's yeah, a he's very a... good explainer. I mean, he can sit there and he can you know he can explain and, and, and just get the point across really really well. I remember meeting him early on, and yeah. yeah, very impressive guy. So, but he was asking us about he's concerned that the VC game itself is going to get disrupted by the ICO game, right? Like, no one's going to need that VCs. Very well that's, uh, that's what Chris Rose wrote in an article recently. Have you read that? No. He, he wrote, like, an article to the SEC about, um, I, I mean, this, I forgot to put this on my notes, but he, he wrote an article to the SEC about how ICOs are ruining us, yeah. us uh, actual money that should be going to, like, real companies and, like, in helping technology out. And, you know, right. Well, there's... This this shit can only last so long, honestly. They're, eventually, they're going to come and take the punch bowl away. <laughs> right. He's eventually. Also, um, he's also concerned about the potential hard fork. He's kind of freaked out about that. He's freaked out about the mining fees, and he, you know, he's he's more interested now in the ICOs. He's like, hey, you know, how can we, how can we be advisors to people so that they don't buy shit coins and that kind of thing. So that's the value add for his company at this point is because he really likes he likes cryptocurrency. He, did, it, did he seem to favor like did he seem to like altcoins or was he pretty much a Bitcoin guy? Or? No, he, I mean he spoke highly of Ethereum. He spoke well, I mean highly historically, of, I remember he was always more of a maximalist, so he must have changed at some point, right? No, I yeah. mean he still he still like he still has Bitcoin. He didn't say how much he's got, but he 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 intimated a story where he was transferring coin, coins from Bitcoin Core Wallet like the QT. Mm-hmm. Uh, over to to copay and he he launched into like a classic kelso from that 70s show kind of routine where he's just like and oh, i got nervous and i was like uh, where's my coins and like dude where's my coins and <laughs> kinda, he was just like and everybody's laughing because it was like so you know that he was that character at that point he was just like some you know animated character from the tv show or whatever that was it was kind of weird but um yeah he's Nice, super nice person. Yeah, he said. Did, it, did you meet his wife? No, his wife was doing a movie in Buck Buckhead or around the area, and that's why he was there. He didn't just come in like to see us. Just how like Eric Voorhees when so he I comes. Wonder, in. I wonder what if, movie Mila Kunis is making right now. I don't know. Honestly, I want to. I want to know because uh, he's like, yeah, just I'm waiting for her. Like he just came in on his own. Like he didn't have any people with him or anything like that. I was like, like where's his publicist? Where's you know? his bodyguard? 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he just came in, like, just, but he, um, he's low key because he's like, I don't know if you'd know who you could recognize him because he always like wears like a hat kind of low kind of thing. I guess well, that's I'm it, sure, I'm that's, sure that's intentional. That's yeah. his signature. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, you know how they pull the hat down low like that. So it's kind of, did it say UASF on it? <laughs> no, it was like a Nike hat. It was like a Nike, like a gray so Nike did, hat. Did you talk to him about the split? I mean, yeah, like, yeah. So what, yeah. What, what's his, what's his opinion? I mean, like, I, I what do the, what do the famous and rich think what, about what is, it? What does he think about the whole, uh, block size debate or did he mention anything about that or? Yeah. He says that he wants it to get resolved. He wants a compromise to be made. So he's all for Segwit to to him. Well, I mean, he doesn't know the particulars about. Okay, I I was curious how how into it he was. No, he's not into it that degree. Yeah, he's really. And he says that, um, like, learning about blockchain and and well, learning about Bitcoin, I should say, is a better alternative than than sitting around smoking cigarettes while he's waiting for his next thing. You know, because I guess there's a lot of downtime when you're an actor, like you're just waiting for setup or whatever. And he says he would normally just sit around and smoke cigarettes and play video games. But. Well, I mean, a lot, a lot of guys. I mean, that they, they reach that level of success and they just sit there and just, you know, basically just, you know, I don't want to say just sit there and get fat, but because um, you know they gotta keep in shape if they want to keep the movie rolling. Because look at but, us, yeah, well, yeah, myself <laughs> in particular. But um, but the big thing is, is like it's 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 kind of getting a props to the guy because he doesn't have to do any of this shit. He's he's loaded already. He's he's you know he's set. He's good. But yet you know he's got the drive. That's pretty cool. I mean, in just to you know care about the tech space that much to to try to get in on that stuff. That's awesome. Right. Uh, well, I th- I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm ready to go out to a bar and get something to eat. Yeah, uh, thanks for. Uh, Thanks so, for staying with us. So, I, to our live audience, how did you like it? It's fucking great. Woo! All, All right. right. And, um, uh, yeah, that's... that's. Um, do, is there anything else that people asked about or... Uh, no, we, oh. we, 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 we our, dropped down uh, to like almost everybody. Like right. almost no one's listening now. So okay. we, I think we went, went a little bit long. <laughs> okay. Um, but but uh, we, we, need, we need to figure out some kind of closeout that includes Chris. Uh, we'll we'll do that later, Mike. <laughs> I think the nonce has been found, and uh, what? Uh, and our blocks have been sealed. Thanks for propagating with us. <laughs>